Yes, how's it, Paddy? Like a fall. Like a... You want to make a podcast called Cape Vancouver? Because we started in Cape Town and now we're in Vancouver. Yeah. Oh, okay, like Lekker. <laughs> Lekker. Oh, that was a nice one. What do you got there? Uh, cheers. cheers. I got it from Mel's Township Townsite Brewing. Mm. Oh, Suncoast Pale Ale. Oh, that is lovely. Yeah? Yeah. Give me a taste. She gave me four of them. Wow. What a little Halloween gift. Yeah, because I throw such a nice party. Mm. Even Samson brought me Ooh, a bottle. Oh, wow, that is nice. Yeah. Sunshine Coast Pale Ale. Yeah, Sun Coast. Sun Coast. Yeah, I don't know who... Hey, like it's got a ferry on the... Ca- That's very nice. <laughs> PC Ferries Brewery. <laughs> <laughs> nice party last night, eh, Paulus? Yeah, nice party last night. Very tired today, huh? Very tired. What did you have for breakfast? Mm, eggs and avo on toast. Oh, nice. Yeah, at like one o'clock. Also, as one o'clock. Yeah. Went for dim sum. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's our new, like, favorite fucking brunch thing now. Go to this place food. called Peaceful Restaurant. Peaceful Restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Guy Fieri ate there. Hey, what? Guy Fieri. Uh, he, ate ate, he ate there. And they've got like, there's three things on the walls that said Guy Fieri ate yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One time. Yeah. <laughs> That's cuck funny. Nice dim sum. It's like that uh, ice cream shop in Cork Bay that has a picture of Jamie Oliver on the. It's got a photo of Jamie Oliver on the wall as you walk in there. There's some places that like, I think it was in uh, Santiago, Chile as well. There's like this one pub. They've no, it's like a cafe or something. I don't know. Like, it's just called the Bill Clinton Cafe. They changed the name and everything because Bill Clinton went in there and had a coke. No way. They got a photo of him having a coke there, and then they put the photo of him up on the wall. And then it just became like, and then they changed the whole pub's name to the Bill Clinton. <laughs> place. So they had the bottle of Coke that he drank out of frame. Oh no! Oh my God! That's so funny. <laughs> so weird, right? Yeah. Like, so such a weird thing that human beings do. That we're just fucking like obsessed with other human beings. Yeah, like it's like worship here. Like, so the, the, I mean, the celebrity worship is one thing. With like, you worshiping politicians. Yeah. South African rugby team. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, spoiler alert, we're world champions. World champions! <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Eh? Have you forgotten about the rugby? Jesus. No, my bro. That's all I see all day, every day, is fucking the Springboks on the bus tour around South Africa. Is that still in his Jordan. kit? Yeah, Damien Willemse. <laughs> he took it off for a couple of days, but then he put okay. then put, he put it back, put it back, he did, yeah, put it back on wash. for the... You know, he, it was still dirty. <laughs> He put it back on for the for the jaw when he got to South Africa, like a legend. They must just have a private plane that takes them. They're not in like a normal plane. I'm sure, SAA, SAA is flying them, but just them. Across, like they're not sitting yeah. there with no. Like uh, maybe worms and tannies and shit. Maybe I'm sure they're flying business class. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a I don't know. Heavy, heavy scrum that one. <laughs> in the front of the plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they reach carrying capacity once the spring box on no one else can get on yeah. we went to go watch that Sia documentary it was so good man yeah it was good and it was it, it was, was just... heavy though yeah yeah it was heavy 
Bro, that I didn't have food and shit, man. Just like drinking that sugar water before bed, like. But sorry, the heaviest part was him picking up his mom's teeth in the streets after his Oaks had beaten the shit out of his mom, and not cut, Oaks, his, his, his dad. dad. <laughs> yeah, well, it didn't explicitly say that, but yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 really dark, yeah. really, and really like, dark. Yeah, his grandmother dying in, in his arms, in and, front of him. Yeah. yeah. Well, spoilers alert, I guess. But anyway. No, well, fucking. Yeah. Whatever. That's no. a story. Yeah. yeah. Kind of funny that she just slapped him before she died. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot that. <laughs> she just fucking gave him a little puss clap. One, yeah. Just one for the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but, but his life nearly went south, eh? Yeah. Dude. Like how he just calmly talks about how he like stabbed a dude in the head of the broken Savannah glass. Jesus. Like yeah. I was like, dude, you probably could have murdered that dude and gone to jail and yeah. gone the same way as any other fucking township dude. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, he nearly fucked up everything. With the drinking, with the getting drinking, divorced, bro. hitting up in hospital. The drinking, that's yeah. the thing, man. Fucking drinking and just not, not having control of it. But it is like, you know, to come from nothing, not you know, to have fucking sugar water to keep you full until you can get to school and get your peanut butter and jam Irishin. sandwiches. <laughs> and then fucking... Yeah, to th- then suddenly have money and a house and like now you can do anything, you know. And you got that celebrity status exactly. as well, right? Yeah, like, you're a baller. Yeah. No, it's wild. It's wild. Because I'm sure there's like rugby groupies as well. Yeah, for Chicks. sure. Yeah. For sure. But I mean, yeah, he knocked up that a white chick just like they weren't even dating or something. And they were young too. Yeah. Yeah, well, they, I mean, they weren't officially dating, I guess. But no. It was a little bit... Con- there were some things about the documentary. Like, that whole timeline was a little bit confusingly communicated. It yeah. wasn't entirely clear what was happening when. Because it also, like, th- they were talking about it and then f- showing photos of them, like, as high school kids. Yeah. And I'm like, what's going on here? Yeah, like- yeah. <laughs> um, but it was cool that we saw it as part of the South African Film Festival Canada. Yeah. Yeah, and they've yeah. been what, thirteen years he said they've been running this Oh, something like that. Uh yeah. Every year they have South African films that they play here. Yeah, it was just it was nice to hear I mean he fucking spoke he was proper South African. Like, yeah. yeah. In his fucking Springbok kit. Yeah, his old Springbok yeah. kit as well. Yeah. That was like a an old one. That was yeah, like you an could 80s see it wasn't even like kit. green anymore. Like tan, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, it was a cool event, though. Yeah, it was. It was funny just hearing all the South Africanisms around us as well. It was just like a, yeah. a theater full of old South Africans, old white South African people. Yeah. It was cuck funny <laughs> because I had said like, "Fuck, I don't know." Like it would be awkward if it's literally just us at this fucking movie. Yeah, and then we walked in, and there were because we arrived like just in time, basically. Yeah, yeah. we walked in, opened the door, and it's just like packed just yeah. a throng of like 60 plus white south african people <laughs> and then we had to sit like third row from the front yeah. it was so packed it yeah. was just like notice it yeah no it was funny um and then like i did laugh at how like um in the beginning they showed all like the 
people like the Canadian dude being like we're so happy to have the South African Film Festival and yeah. this is all the lands we're on and stuff and it's not yeah. all like professionally and then it goes to like the South African sports minister and you can see she's just like set up her phone like <laughs> vertical and she's like yeah. not even looking in the camera yeah, she's, she's just reading else. something on the on the whiteboard and, and, and that's she, behind them. and it's first like a few seconds of just like awkward silence yeah. and she's yeah. like <clears throat> thank you for the kind of this film is about like I nearly started fucking with laughing man. <laughs> <laughs> oh it was cuck funny yeah you're right <laughs> it was just so nice like how they did it as well they, they it was actually fucking well made like mm. shots of like beautiful cape town followed directly by like township mm. and like beautiful mm. suburbs mm. swimming pools and everything and then just packed township Bro, there was that one like, fucking shot where they had like people sitting watching the rugby on their TV in the township and then they'd like zoomed out of their building and up into the sky and flew across the highway and zoomed down onto the other side of the highway into like a suburban garden and into the the hut the and they're watching the same thing the same thing but yeah. just a white family in there like with the wall around their garden no it was so well yeah done. that like, was that was yeah. that was and really even cool. the scenes of like Very the tavern cool. and stuff like that with everybody drunk yes. and, and like that yeah. hazy sort yeah. of like yeah yeah see us just in there watching the tv like yeah yeah no that was it was really well done fuck really, like, really i really done. hope like it gets picked up by netflix and shit like that or yeah. something like mm. so that more people can see it you know because so fucking inspirational as well like yeah. crazy inspirational yeah like when they were filming those uncles of his you could see they're still doping and they're still fucked you know like mm. they're just interviewing the one always on his bed like mm. you know and he's just mm. like he, he can't believe he watched Sia grow up like mm. where he's from and not to be where he is now yeah. he's watched it happen in front of his own eyes he's yeah. like he still can't believe it yeah and like I'm, I'm sure there must be so many people out there who have just, just like now shows them physically shows them like you can no matter where you start from or whatever you can just find yes. the thing that you're fucking good at yeah hold on to it and don't get fucked around by other shit yeah like, yeah 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 it's crazy hey i mean it was a it's crazy it was a very stark sort of image of um poverty and alcohol the combination of poverty and alcohol which is such a fucking crazy poisonous situation you know mm. like the number of people who live their lives in south africa like that where it's well in the whole world i guess but in south africa i think there's a particularly yeah but then that goes back to like the dope system and shit like that right i mean yeah but i mean i i guess it it doesn't it doesn't like i think it it could independently of the top system i think it could I think in a lot of places if you have nothing you know you, you're not getting paid you don't have enough to picture you don't have enough to have like dreams and aspirations you know you don't you don't have enough it must be so hard prospects to, and hope you know, you know like when you're going to bed hungry yeah like how do you like have a dream and aspiration of like Oh yeah, you know, I actually want a new MacBook. Like, <laughs> you, you don't. No, you, exactly. Yeah. Or I actually want to picture myself here in ten years. It's like, no, yeah. I just, I just fucking want to drink my three quarters and you know, at least forget about it for a little exactly. bit. Exactly. Like, at least forget about. That's why I remember always wondering why do homeless people fucking smoke? Yeah. You know, every, all homeless people smoke. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. I mean, you need money more than anybody. Yeah. Like, why are you wasting it on yeah. cigarettes and yeah. stuff? But it's not that. It's like. 
Yeah. They're smoking because it's the one thing that can give them a little break and a little bit of joy in their fucking awful life. Or just like a little <laughs> bit of numbness, a little okay. bit of, yeah. It's a little nice thing that they can get, you yeah. know, and, and it's actually relatively cheap. Yeah. Well, for, like, not here, Jesus. Yeah. No, not here. <laughs> um, yeah, fuck it. And the thing that I remember him saying here was that, like, how that's all he knew as well, right? Yes. When you grow up in the Kasi and stuff like that, that's all you know. You don't actually realize that. Yeah. Oh, there's people out there who are actually, like, yeah. eating three good meals a day and having a full fridge, like... And, yeah, yeah. Um, and, like, he was saying how when he went to Grey, excuse, there was, like, fucking rules, you know? And, like, this is what time you go to bed. Yeah. And this is what time you brush your teeth. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just used to, like... You know, you, and it's what that, that South African minister said as well. It's like you feel you're like adulthood and childhood. There's no... 100%. There's no... Well, when I mean, you, obviously you go to the bush and shit like that. You become a man, but the no, lines but are so blurred. As a like, kid, you don't yeah. have... the Like, your, there isn't a space that's like, here's your bedroom. Like, <laughs> here's the child's area of the house and the adult's area of the house. It's like everything that happens in the house, people fighting, people having sex, people like whatever. You're exposed yeah. to so much because there's no space that you can go to. It's not like go like, to your room. We need yeah. to have a fight now or something. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, fuck, dude, when I was in Kimberley, I went and stayed with my buddies in the car seat, bro, oh, in their really? little fucking shanties. No way, wow. It was so nuts, man. Where yeah. It's just like, there's the bucket on the ground, and it's like, yeah, that's that's our we wash. You know, that's yeah. our, our bath. Yeah, yeah. We'll go and bring hot water from the kettle, put it in there, and then you sit, squat in that thing and wash yourself, you know? Yeah. And, like, it's just like, there's two beds and a lounge. That's yeah. That's pretty much it. And then, like, a little kitchen yeah. sort of thing. and. It's just all so tiny and it's just so dusty. Oh my god, the dust was just the craziest thing. Yeah, because like no one has lawns or gardens, it's yeah. like paved roads, so it's just dust. Like yeah, gravel just road, fucking and like, sand and dust. Yeah, everyone's just kicking out dust all the time. And yeah, Jesus. No, it was wild. Worth watching, definitely. Yeah, but not as worth watching as fucking fucking world cup final i'll tell you that much <laughs> you, did you watch it again no i haven't, I haven't, I haven't watched it again i yeah. have thought about it but i haven't, haven't it was fucking it stressful i mean the boys so were on stressful. fire they, play, they played a lot better than i thought they did against fucking england yeah like, no they definitely did shocking they definitely did no yeah it was awesome it was awesome and fuck i've just been thinking i just feel sorry for those oaks those oaks must be so exhausted They've just had the fucking most physically and emotionally draining thing, you know, mentally that you can that anybody could ever do. You know, they've yeah, spent weeks and weeks and week, months just fucking an intense physical and mental and emotional focus and stress, and now they're just fucking back in South Africa. They just have to get on a bus and drive around fucking no, the waving in the sun and drinking all day. Like. Make, it freaks me out the most. That must be the most fucking craziest feeling. Yeah. Every day you wake up and you realize, fuck, I'm two-time world champion back-to-back. -back. <laughs> <laughs> my whole country loves me. Mm. Everybody loves me. Mm. And like, you must just feel like such a rock star. Yeah. And like... I often wonder about, like, because I saw the, oh, he's in his fucking sunglasses and his kit and he's drumming on his legs and you can just tell he's just, like, he's feeling so high. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm wondering, is he on drugs? Like, mm. I wonder if they're fucking doing drugs and doping, because they're obviously doping. They're obviously doping. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, they are such, like, physical athletes and stuff like yeah. that. And they look yeah. after their bodies, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I wonder if they're snorfing and shit as well. Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> I, yeah, like how do you? I want to say I. I want to say I doubt it. But, yeah, me too. But like, 
but you don't become fucking back-to-back world champs by being a fucking schnorfer. You know? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Exactly. Because I mean, they it doesn't like it doesn't just stop for them now, right? They just go on to be playing for like sharks. Yeah, they go back to like, their provincial yeah. team now. Yeah, yeah. They probably get a week or two off and then they <laughs> go back to whoever they contracted to play for. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. But yeah, bro. I mean, just in- incredible, incredible scenes. Mind blowing. Yeah, it's just like people are saying the greatest rugby team of all time. You know, yeah, the greatest, the greatest team of all time. Fuck. Because like, there's been other teams that have had like more, like players with higher skill level, maybe, or or players that like stood out more than players on the South African team. But there's never been a team that was as solid from fucking number one to twenty three on the on the day and actually one to 33 in the squad there's never been a team that's been used in the way that Jacques and Rassi used the team mm. um, with 100% faith in every single person there you know and it's not about like oh we're going to choose our best 15 players and then have reserves for them it's like no we're going to choose our best 23 players for the situation and every single one of them is going to play mm. a big portion of the match you know mm. it's like um, yeah they're just fucking... It's crazy. It's crazy what they did, actually. And that 36-year-old is one of those, oh, is eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dion Ferry. Yeah. It's a, his story is fucking insane. Yeah, dude. they should do a docky on him they, as they well should, now, man. man. Like, they, sh- they should. It'll be He's, very different. I'm sure they'll be in Chasing the Sun, too. I'm sure there'll be a big... There should be a big fucking part dedicated Net- to Netflix his story. Netflix needs to fucking get shit together, yeah. pull its fucking socks up, and go make a full-length documentary series on each and every one of those players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Dion Ferry played for... I think he always played for the Stormers when he was younger. And then he kind of went... It, it, he sort of fell out of favor a little bit... Ended up going to France, played in France for like six years or something like that. Was completely out of the picture in terms of Springbok selection. He was just going to be a professional provincial rugby player. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. came back to end his career at the Stormers. That was like his plan. You know, okay. he was going to have a couple more years back at the Stormers as like a senior guy in the squad. You know, coming off the bench, helping bring like younger players up. You know, having some experience and and uh, good influence on younger players or whatever. Play, was playing so well that the Springboks were like, yeah, well, you, you, <laughs> you, you've earned, you've earned a fucking call up at the age of thirty-five. He got his debut, yeah, that's what I'm saying. which is just fucking mind blowing, yeah, you know? yeah. And then, yeah, and then to fucking end up playing seventy-eight minutes of the World Cup final, and what was pointed out on a podcast, I didn't even, I didn't even realize by the end of the World Cup final because Sia's captain, right? Yeah, vice captain Bongi Mbonambi, yeah. Bongi gets injured in the yeah. second minute, so Dion comes on. So when Sia got subbed off at the end of the game, Dion Ferry was captain of the fucking Springboks what the for the last fuck? fucking 10 minutes. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. So he was the fucking captain of the team. Is that the thing team. that like Sia chooses? Or is that like a, no, default, a default to hooker? Or like what is... No, it's it would be predetermined by, uh, by the coaches. The coach would choose. So it'd be like, okay, if Bongi's off and Sia goes off, we... Then it's Dion, yeah. Okay, Huh. I'm sure they. I'm sure they would. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure they would have a plan in in place. But yeah, insane. And then, shame. Lots of New Zealanders very fucking salty about about what happened. 
Because, yeah, there was some, like, disallowed tries. Yeah, there's big fucking controversy around but, the But, I mean, I haven't, I haven't seen anything come up that's been like, oh, it was the wrong call or something. Like, no. But you see that ref got death threats so much so that he's quit now. He's retired, yeah. 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 It's so fucked. It's completely fucked. And it's, it's completely like, fucked. Nowadays, with all the the fucking behind the scenes ref, they were saying in the games that like nothing gets missed now, you know, because everyone's constantly watching, rewatching, watching but during the game. Like that's that's w- actually what a lot of people were complaining about. Oh, is the way that the game was officiated in general. Like there was a try. One of the tries that was disallowed was disallowed because of intervention from the the TMO. But technically, the TMO isn't supposed to call the the playback more than four phases or something uh, like that. And this was like five phases uh, ago. So technically he shouldn't actually have done it according to the rules. Fuck. But he saw what was a clear knock-on by yeah. Artis Severe. So it's like, well, it's a bit of an arbitrary thing to say like you can only point something out that's happened that's wrong <sighs> within a certain amount of time. Like, yeah. um, anyway, like, Whatever, regardless of that, it's sorry. It's it is disgusting that that Kubis Reinach was getting death threats from French people after we beat France in the in the. But sorry, let's not. You can bet your bottom dollar there've been some. I think actually that same referee Wayne Barnes got death threats from South African people after he refed us against. Yeah. Fuck, I can't remember who it was. Was it England? Yeah, the Aussie dude. Aussie ref? No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. That same guy, the same uh, English uh, ref, Wayne Barnes, who yeah, now is yeah, just retired. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. Because, yeah, I remember because Rassi had tweeted something about about Wayne Barnes saying, like, oh, weren't sure about a couple of calls. I, I can't remember what that it was. That was back in the day when he was first getting in trouble on Twitter. It was. It, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was since he came back from his first fucking big cuckstorm of having made a big fucking video about the Aussie ref. Okay. Okay. Then yeah. there was this ref, <laughs> and they actually he was supposed to come out and receive an receive an award or like he was supposed to. There was supposed to be some special recognition for his hundredth having ref a hundred test matches or something like that. And then they actually cancelled it because of. They were scared that he was going to get booed by South Africans <laughs> in the crowd, which they were blaming on Rassi for the Rassi's wow. tweets. So they, and so the Rassi got a whole lot of bad press for like making this tweet about that. People were like, "Fuck, you know, you, this is fucking so gross." And it's like so. And anyway, so. But now what? But now, now so- no one, no one's fucking saying that those Kiwis are f- disgusting for the way they. Well, I mean, some of them are, but. What for their high tackles and shit? No, 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 no. For <laughs> because oh, because they're death threats and shit. Death threats, but also the Kiwis put in like an official to World Rugby and an official sort of complaint saying like or like we official request for explanation of like what's going on here because oh. they didn't think that things were handled properly in the final. Huh. I think mainly because of the TMO though, you know, because yeah, of that thing yeah, of like yeah. this guy intervened when he wasn't supposed to intervene. The whole fucking thing is is a shit show in rugby at the moment in terms of the the way that like they're really struggling to figure out a way of refing the games that protects the players and protects the integrity and the interest in the game itself. Yeah, because I mean that was, it was a big thing with 
soccer, football as well, right? Yeah. That's when yeah. they started bringing on that goal line technology yeah. and all that. Yeah. Like you're in the whole flow of the game. Mm. And mm. So anyway, up to Springboks. What a bunch of fucking legends. Greatest Jeez, rugby true. team of all time. Yeah, four times champions. Back are we, to fucking are we back. doing it again like next four years? Hey? Jesus, we're just going to do know, it bro. three times. You know? you know what it is now? It's like now that we have won more than any other team and we've matched New Zealand's thing of going back to back, now I think next time I can relax a little bit more, you know? There's not so much There's not so much pressure. Like, and yeah. also this time I knew that Rossi and Jacques' plan had always been for this World Cup. You and know? like they might not even be in the next one. Jacques definitely won't. Jacques, oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. No, oh. Jacques going now to Leinster in Ireland to be an assistant but coach they were in Ireland, him and Rossi. And Rossi, yeah. yeah. And then they came back to South Africa and now Jacques going back to Ireland. Okay. Pretty sure Rossi's still staying director of rugby at, at in South Africa. Oh, cool. Springbox. Um, but I had one last fucking rugby-related thing that I wanted to say before we move on. It was fucking nice watching it with all the sapphires. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. And it was, it was like cool. it's such a beautiful location as well, like looking out over the water and stuff as well. The mountains yeah, in the background. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Beautiful day for and it as well. And I walked back with my flag around my shoulders, and only one guy said, "Like, good game." Yeah, <laughs> no one else knew what the fuck was going on. They were like, "Why are you wearing a you get <laughs> But we also saw those couple of guys coming out of the liquor store in the in the Springbok jersey. Oh yes, you said oh, I like the colors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know it was good shit. Um, Back to back world champions, best team in history. Next Sunny time I can was relax. Sunny was dressed as for Halloween. <laughs> Sunny was dressed as fucking. You can't have a twelve on his back and tell me that he's Faf de Clark, Paddy. Yeah, I can. No, you can't, man. <laughs> he looks like he's Faf, out of position. If Faf was in twelve, he this just would put be a someone else's jersey on. <laughs> <laughs> and you needed a speedo for him as well. <laughs> yeah, happened. next time that's all you should wear. Yeah, just a, just a speedo. Fuck, it's funny. Like, you know he's got no balls, right? Mm. There's not even, like, a sack there or anything. But he's still got pubes. Like, he's got this <laughs> this massive, hairy patch of, like, orange pubes. And, like, I thought it was, like, a little bit of a sack there. But then the other day I touched it and it's actually just hair. Wow. <laughs> so random. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, I mean, Sunny put on such a good performance yesterday. Yeah. At the party. Yeah. Um, I was so proud of him. Yeah. He was very, very so chilled. So chilled. Yeah. Like, not even, like, walking around sniffing. But I thought Sonny was going to freak out when I came in with a fucking paper bag over my head as a scary scarecrow. Yeah, bro. I mean... But, I mean... It, I he, freaked out. Yeah. It was it was, it was a little bit fucking scary. Yeah. But I think it was maybe because I put it on in front of him. I came in. He was downstairs uh, when I put it on. So, I was like, all right, Sonny, yeah, watch me put this bag on my uh, head cool. so you don't fucking cool. lose your mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was definitely... Um, you committed to that, bro. I literally thought you were just like, do it to come in, wait until everyone's seen you, and then like, be cool, I'm taking this fucking thing off. <laughs> yeah. It was literally it's the whole night. I was and, quite like, enjoying it, though, you know? Yeah, but it was weird. Like, I couldn't with. tell your yeah. expressions or yeah. anything. So I was just like, yeah. you weren't laughing at any of my jokes, like, no smiles. I like, was. No, but the not whole, visibly. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, it was just yeah, I was just grinning the whole night. That's, that's so funny, yeah. Em said the same thing. It was funny also because there were people there that I met for the first time. They have no idea even what I look like at all. So I was having full conversations with people, just like a fucking bag over my head. Like, <laughs> um, 
but quick detour back. We beat then we beat so we beat New Zealand <laughs> rugby world cup final. Then we beat New Zealand in the cricket. Oh yeah, yeah. Sick. On on the Sunday, um, or the other day. Shame. No, and, it was the day after the final. Hey? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it came out. And this happened like months ago, but people have just cottoned on now on social media that back in June, and people think it just happened, but it happened back in June, two South Africans won the the gold and silver medals at the World uh, Sheep Shearing <laughs> Sheep Shearing and Wool Handling Championships oh my God. in Scotland. Yeah, <laughs> two, two of us from the Karua. Oh, fuck, I actually so have their names here. Let me give them a funny. fucking shout out. It's funny too because like so many South Africans go to New Zealand as well, right? To like yeah. escape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the Golden Shears in June. The winners were Bonile Rabela and Zuela Makosi Mbueni. They won gold and silver in the blade shearing. Yeah, the Golden Shears Shearing and Wool Handling World Championships in Scotland. So there you go. It's funny how you you saying the sheep shearing. It's I saw a post on Facebook today from an old friend who I met in Antarctica, and it's just a picture of him in like these overalls, and he's just holding a sheep by the horn. And the post it was like a throwback, one of those throwback posts, and the the, the caption was just like, "We're on our fifth sheep," and DJ Khaled is screaming in the background, <laughs> another one. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. I'm just like I can look in those sheep's eyes and I'm like you dead <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a fucking culture I wish I kind of experienced more in a way it was like going to one of those proper weddings or one of those funerals or one of those celebrations mm. in a way African celebrations where mm. they just they just slach Sheeps, like right there, like mm, mm. oh, the food's finished. Oh fuck, let's go slack another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put it on the right, like yeah. right there. Yeah, feasting. Yeah, it must have been crazy. I mean, just think about Rachel Colisi going into for at Sears, like initiation ceremony at the celebration there to be like just the white girl brought in there. Yeah, and, and, fucking... that, and that was weird now, right? Well, so was that his going to the bush thing? Because that yeah. means that they've that been was the together when since he came they were back like from 13. Like... No. When do you go to the bush? You go to the bush when you're like 13? Depends, I think. Uh, Some people depends. definitely older, like 18. Oh, wow. Yeah. Definitely. That's, that's like, it might have been it might have been 13 like back in the day, but I think not, nowadays it's like... Well, I mean, I know Similar when I like was a, in the hostel yeah. in Kimberley, uh, Oaks were they going were going when they were, when, they were they, when I was in the hostel with them, and they'd come back, bro, and like. Now was this Koso Oaks or? I thought Koso was Setswana. Oh, okay, yeah. Setswana thing as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um. So they would come back from this experience, and they'd be in the hostel and <laughs> the one time. Oh yeah, you've told me this. You might have even told me this on the pod. Yeah, the one time there was just this thing like, this, this guy's underpants, his penis is bleeding! His penis is bleeding! <laughs> <laughs> just everyone rushes into the fucking dormitory to come see this oh, his dick bleeding. He's just got a little bit of fucking blood just on his like underpants. Spotting. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Crazy. Um, yeah, wild. That's a whole thing, hey, that fucking, those bush circumcisions, because you get, like, shysters who do it as well, right? Like, people 
who just want to make a buck and they're like yeah I've done this many times don't worry and take all these kids up there and fuck it up completely and people die you know yeah people die in the bush yeah. from infections and stuff yeah fuck it up like really 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 dark Borna from Antarctica told me about his experience many times oh uh, really yeah he yeah. said it was just nuts eh? yeah it just sounds so nuts as well yeah it's like just standing in a line with your mates and just like in blankets and then yeah. you just put your dick on a rock and a dude just like, like and then your necks and it's like oh my god <laughs> that sounds so fucking scary so scary <laughs> so scary I remember being a little boy and hearing I remember learning that like people you know I remember being a little boy and there was a kid on the farm and I remember at some point someone that, that was how I fucking learned that this was even a thing you know <laughs> Cindy Lee was at some points I learned that Cindy Lee would have to go and have okay. his foreskin chopped off and it just I was just like what the fuck like that's the most terrifying <laughs> the most terrifying thing that I could fucking imagine like it's funny because I've never had a foreskin well obviously I've had one but never in my yeah conscious life conscious like, life yeah. so I can't imagine like for me it's like Jesus it must be so the margin of error is so small right yeah yeah it'd be fucking concentrated but I don't know maybe you can pull that thing out to your toes like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god have you seen that there's a little cool little illustration of a chick who climbs inside her boyfriend's foreskin and wears it like a sleeping bag oh, <laughs> 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 oh god yeah but interesting because like you know i'm sure it is scary but at the same time it's something that um, you probably look forward to as as a as a kid you know it's like something yeah, that you just know is going to happen of, like, yeah yeah excitement, excitement and, and anxiety, and anxiety. Like, yeah. i mean same thing about like a wedding or having a kid or something like yeah. that as well yeah. right it's like you you know this this starts a new chapter in your life type of thing which yeah. is fucking scary but, yeah but yeah. right <laughs> yeah 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 no it's true So yeah, Halloween done. Yep, spooky season over. Spooky season over. Now here comes next is Christmas. It's already in but, the shops, bro. But first Mexico. Zolna took us to the fucking shops today to go look for discount Halloween shit. Oh my god! Halloween party was last night. National <laughs> national treasure. Zolna, uh, she up. found it. She yeah? found it. Yeah, at Michael's, seventy percent off. Seventy percent off. Yeah. So you we were paying like four dollars for like Halloween decorations. Like wow. Yeah. So next year is going to be off the charts. I mean, that's the one party we actually have, right? Yeah. It's the one party we had last year. It's the one party we had this year. Yeah. And it's like, it's also, it's my favorite. Yeah. It's like yeah. my favorite to like, I love everyone dressing up. Yeah. Like, I love the dec decorative element of it. Yeah, yeah. And like, honestly, going around on Halloween evening, like the 31st, yeah. the whole community vibe of it as well. Yeah. Like walking past and there's these little fucking kids, man, yeah. dressed up so cute. Indiana Jones, Woody. Yeah, yeah. And they're like going up the stairs of this one fucking townhouse apartment or whatever. Yeah. And this door opens of the family they've been like, ha! Ah! yeah like yeah. And they don't know each other they're complete yeah. strangers yeah. but it's like oh my god you look so cool here's some candy like yeah. what a cool like community thing and it's all about like scariness and stuff and for me 
at least in South Africa, going up and knocking on someone's door is like the most anxiety-inducing mm. fucking thing ever. Mm. Like, you don't know what's behind that door. Mm. Like, you, you're obviously going to piss someone off. Mm. Like, yeah. Um, and as a little kid as well, imagine how, like, oh, like, I'm nervous. Thing yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's this whole thing that celebrates scary shit and that it's actually fine. Like, don't be scared. Like, <laughs> yeah, really interesting. And also, you're right, it just gives a total sense of community. Like, mm. gives those kids a sense of, like, who's living around them even you know just like i mean there was a whole block party right the whole block was no cars cordoned off and there was that gazebo set up all, all along the street selling hot chocolate doggy treats fucking too much candy yeah and like everyone's there everyone's all dressed up everyone their dogs are dressed up and the dogs yeah, are yeah. fucking yeah. like <laughs> it's, it's a fucking big thing and it's just like it's so cool i'm 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 so impressed by it. And it's it's funny because I talk to the people at work and stuff and they're like, oh, trick-or-treating one. Like, they're like, oh, that's such a young kid thing. Oh, yeah. you dressed up? What? Like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. no, man, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't get this back home, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's definitely a total novelty still, like. Yeah. I did last night when I had my scary scarecrow bag on my head. I did, I don't know if I said to you, I said to someone like, fuck, I kind of wish that it was trick or treat nights and nights and I could just like lurk around in the streets fucking with my scary scarecrow bag on my head, scaring people. I mean, I went to go walk Sunny on Halloween Eve and I mean, I'm in the dog park, right? And there's no houses mm. around there. Mm. So there's no trick or treating to be done, yeah. but there's fucking people walking around yeah, like yeah. dressed up all crazy. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. No, people get so, so stoked weird. on it. Yeah. And it was people running like along the seawall, but then now they've got wings on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People are so into it here. It's cool. It's also like a seasonal type of thing, right? It's like a something to distract you from the yeah, fact that from the fact that it's getting so fucking dark and diving head first into icy cold winter I mean it's fucking snow on the yeah. mountains already man yeah yeah shit have you got your board waxed and bladed no, yet no I need to do should that should we do it together or must we do it separately because I need to do it as well but I'm like half waiting for you and I'm like thinking fuck I shouldn't wait for you because you're just going to tell me that you've done it then I'm going to be like oh fuck like, I might actually take mine I might actually take it in for the first one of the season no me too I yeah. want to take it in somewhere I don't uh, want to do it myself because I've never yeah. taken it in since I got it that's yeah. three seasons ago right yeah so, yeah 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 yeah, you should just take it in. Just take it to the fucking place down the road from me. The boardroom. Yeah. Yeah. Or the the uh Comor sports there. Oh they yeah. Have a, okay. They'll okay, take okay. it they'll take it off. They'll send it off to someone too. Yeah, I was thinking about properly. just doing it at Cyprus. I don't know why. But I mean that was what was in my head. Yeah, you could do that. It's just fucking awkward because then you have to like go all the way up there. Up there or yeah. just like leave your board there when you're up there anyway or yeah well, that's what i was thinking you might go there before me or something i'll be like take my board just drop it off there mm. go do your thing and then bring it back yeah i'll just take it no i'll just take it, no, just take it the road, yeah. Yeah. um so fucking by the way you would you might have realized do you remember me on the pod last time we were talking about i was talking about the guajo which was just betraying my fucking horrific caucasity. <laughs> yeah. Iquijo. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I remember seeing it in the Sea Dock. Yeah. It did was you... so cool. Yeah, very, yeah. very cool. And you check him, he's fucking always singing. Yeah, always, <laughs> always. No, and that's been a thing of him 
in the World Cup as well, like waiting in the tunnel to walk yeah, out onto the field fine, singing. But I would find it so fucking annoying if we're would just you? walking to the shops and there's fucking oh, no <laughs> like, way, I'd love it. Hey, mama, hey, mama. <laughs> I'd just be like, fuck off. Like, <laughs> no way. Like, I just don't like drawing attention to myself uh, and, and yeah, to my group. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember walking with Luke, and he huh. also he's already an attention drawing motherfucker because he's as tall as a tree. Like yeah, yeah. No one can believe it. Yeah. But then he's also shouting about fucking soaking weed and yeah. drinking and fucking chicks and like <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like Jesus Christ just shut up man like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. especially on like hiking trails like hiking for me a mountain is like a very fucking respectful yeah. place and all yeah. that like Honestly, the worst thing for me, and there's a special place in hell for these people, is people who have their fucking speakers. speakers. Yeah, on the mountain. Well, the, the other day, up on Garibaldi, there was a fucking Chinese group, and they were playing fucking Chinese karaoke and singing and shit like that while hiking down. And I was fucking frothing, hey? Zolna, I, I was telling her, I'm going to fucking murder these people. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah. Fucking, if you come hiking with me and you start fucking singing and clapping and shit, I'm I'm gonna be upset. Like. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, it it sounds beautiful, sure. Ah, uh, it's just fun as well. So what is so? It's, <laughs> so it's songs and prayers. So it's it's like to lift you out of difficulty and to celebrate. So it's from Tosa culture, um, and a lot of like call and response in the mm. in the songs. Mm. But what I like about it is that it's like an outlet for powerful emotions. So you sing through the good times, you sing through the bad times. Mm. So like all of that emotion that you don't know how to express, yeah, it's like there's a default. You We're singing. And it is like a very chanty sort of thing. It's like... Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. It's like so beautiful. It's, it's like very beautiful. Very heartfelt. Very yeah, like... Yeah. And it's very like it's simple. It's always simple, Call simple and response, like you said yeah. as well, right? Simple it's melodies, like repeats, exactly. And repeats a lot of repetition, just like in different ways. It reminds me of a drum circle. Almost, yeah, like. yeah, yeah. I remember actually when I was when my grandmother died when we were I was what ten probably. Um, we had like a memorial service kind of thing, I guess, at on the farm, just like at the farmhouse. But then when we actually buried her in the graveyard, then it was just like, just family um, and all of the workers on the farm mm. who came to the actual burial. And my uncle said, you know, said like some things in Kosa and they, then they just sung. Um, awesome. Yeah, and yeah. It, was, it was fucking beautiful, you know. But it's, yeah, I love it that it's like, it's a way to use that energy you know mm. that like power those emotions that you don't have a way to it reminds me of the slaves you know? a lot of, as well where they would like sing while they worked mm. right? it's like you're stuck in this fucking thing mm. and but it's a way of preserving and fighting with, with mm. your culture mm. in a way you know? preserving like, your, yeah, your culture yeah. and expressing yourself as well within the within the situation mm. but i guess then they would just be whipped and say shut up yeah maybe maybe not though but you probably work harder as well yeah, but it's if like, you've got a fucking rhythm to dig to, it's always good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, you know what we never spoke about? What we never said? Those fucking Take A Lot TVs that had to be <gasps> refunded. Surely yeah. there must be news about this. Take A Lot had to refund more than 10 million rand of TVs. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. 
that's gonna that should be a fucking case study yes. for like marketing marketing and... yeah yeah Whose yeah, cuck wild. idea was that? That was fired. He was fired by the semi-finals. <laughs> <already. laughs> uh, it's cuck fucking funny. <laughs> Way to bet against your own country and like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, weird though, because I mean... Yeah. I mean, do it to Bufana Bufana. that everyone could be like yeah okay cool no but it wouldn't work though right because you're not giving it's like the reason that it it, yeah it's funny because i can't help but wonder like yeah i guess it wasn't a good it's it's no there's no i mean if the boca had lost it's a genius fucking marketing ploy because how many people bought well, the 10 TVs. million rands worth of people i guess yeah like i don't know i mean i don't know how much the tv's even worse so tvs I don't know. are probably like i mean yeah i don't know either but i want to yeah. say expensive yeah 10 grand yeah 10 ronnies yeah something like that <laughs> i don't know fucking a lot of, lot of tvs that is yeah yeah but but i remember speaking with you before the world cup started as well where you were like look the springboks don't have a very good chance like the the favorites are Ireland and uh, yeah I mean you never never uh, uh, count them down, out don't never count them yeah, out yeah, but yeah. Uh, there's there's a very good chance we're not gonna win or something like that and we're in the pool of death and that, yeah, 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 yeah. like there's all this shit and I'm sure take a lot we're like yeah Paul says yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite cool the uh, at the at the film fest they were giving away Sia's book. And like mm. the que- the questions yeah. and stuff, I was looking at you always. I was like, "Come on, Paul." <laughs> um, what was? Yeah, but I mean, can you can you imagine how chuffed you'd be? You just watch the fucking World Cup final, your nice new big fucking TV, and then you fucking know that you're getting that Got shit for, for free. free. Yeah, because yeah. the book and a fifty-five inch as well, eh? Oh yeah, it was fifty-five inch Samsung. Yeah, it's a big TV. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, <laughs> watch all the like, all the like, you know, well, yeah. like, did you see that fucking poor video of that man crying after the was the England game? Yeah, in the stands. Yeah, like sobbing. Yeah, I remember one of the, the Instagram caption was, "Oh, you mustn't bet your house. Please don't bet your house." Fuck. Yeah. Anyway, so now it's the proteas. How, how are we doing over there? They're in the semifinals. What? Yeah, they've won seven out of their seven out of eight games in the World Cup. Proteas are in the semifinals. Yes, they've true. just broken the record for hitting the most sixes of any cricket team in a World Cup tournament <gasps> ever. Yeah, they've hit eighty-two sixes in in the competition so far. So, I mean, it's fucking it's officially December already, right? <laughs> yeah. But now if Proteas won as well, then, then we just extend. <laughs> then we just go in through February until <laughs> <laughs> six months. It's, it's funny what a national joke it is that like Bafana Bafana must just be like fuck it. The protest don't have win. the capacity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just too brutal. Yeah, like you need to stop winning. You make us look cocky. I mean, the hockey and netball are like fuck. We can do it. It's right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny. Um, so. I was at a zero waste conference on. I saw that. Did, Wednesday did, uh, and Thursday. did Drinkful and Soapstand make an appearance on that? No, no, not that I know. They've I mean, there might have been people there that. Yeah. Just no, I just the thought they would have been. 
They, but they've changed their name to like Alan or something. Oh. Yeah, it's very, very bad marketing. Alan! Worse than Tickle. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. In the 50s, they had to have ad campaigns for throwaway living. What's throwaway living? Because it was the first time that there'd ever been stuff that was manufactured that you were to be disposable. So they had to say, like, this is a throwaway living. Like, it's like, no, 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 you're supposed to throw this away. That's have, like, ad campaigns to say, like, try this new well, style of life. This. Oh, oh. Yeah, no, of like, this, of like, this is cheap and easy and convenient and you just throw it away, you know? Like pens and plastic wow. like paper plates or yeah. whatever like all of the shit that you think of that like you know even a pen you know you use it it runs out you throw it away mm. that had never existed before the 50s Fuck so it was always yeah. like a pen that you had in or like a fountain pen yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah. you know yeah um funny on that i remember the the guy cr- invented or created the plastic bag yeah never imagined it as a disposable thing Huh, he yeah. always imagined it as a reusable, reusable like thing. You, yeah, you take your plastic bag with you to the shops, like, yeah. <laughs> and you reuse it all the yeah. time. <laughs> but so it was just, it was just wild them showing us these ads for like, this is throwaway living. Like, wow. yeah, they had to like try and convince, they had to convince people to change their lifestyle to be like that. And now we're know? trying to do the opposite. now like yeah. undo the da- all of the fucking damage. Yeah, that's been yeah. Bad. that's like, they were saying. Um, around, I don't, I'm not sure if it was Metro Vancouver specifically or it was BC. There's 480 pieces of plastic, of like recyclable plastic trash thrown away per person per year. So not recycled, but thrown away. So from plastic bags, plastic cutlery, takeaway containers, um, plastic cups. I throw away plastic, bro. 480. That's all me. Who come? I don't believe in recycling. Well, I mean, yeah. Okay, to an extent, fair enough, because in a lot of places in the world, I don't think it actually really does happen. But that was the other interesting thing is that here in Vancouver, Vancouver's like a like a model for the whole of North America of like the right way to recycle. Apparently, they were saying that 98% of stuff that we put into recycling gets fully recycled. And that 65% of the of Vancouver's trash in general is recyclable stuff that gets put into so the recycling. So I need to see a third-party documentary on this. I want mm. someone to yeah. throw an AirPod into the recycling. Yeah. See where it goes. Follow the truck. I want to watch it every fucking step of the way. No camera cuts. Yeah. And see where that thing goes. Because I'm telling you now, it's going straight to the landfill. Yeah. I don't know though. I don't. I don't think they would. I don't think they would like draw attention to how good they are. I don't think they would be like, you know, they're there saying like we're the best in the continents at this. Yeah. Well, let me see. Yeah. Like, okay. Let me see. I throw my batteries in the trash. Yeah, ba- batteries. Are, but this is the thing, right? This is what they were talking about. Batteries is a fucking difficult thing to recycle. Where mm. do you recycle batteries? You only throw them away because it's not easy to. You don't, you don't know, have a special like, bin in your yeah, house. Yeah, like where do I put the fucking batteries? There's no way in this whole building where I'm supposed to put battery. I have no idea where I would even take batteries. You know, in South Africa, there used to be like a e disposable e waste mm. spot where you would take anything electronic that you're trying to get rid of. 
hmm. because it's all full of lead and stuff like that. Right? Yeah. Like even yeah. the PCBs, motherboards, yeah. PCs, it's lead in there, right? Yeah. So you don't want it in the landfill. No. Yeah. But I mean, the big, the biggest fucking thing is food waste. Yeah. Every day in Canada, 1.3 million apples get wasted. Jesus. Every day. How fucking wild is that? What the fuck? Yeah. They don't even like mush them into applesauce or something. Half of the food that gets produced is it's thrown just wasted. away. wasted. 50% of all but food. But it's not even is... like produced, right? I mean, we're getting it from South Africa. I mean, yeah, but not all of it. A fuckload is, is grown here, definitely. But yes, half of all of the f- of food. Yeah, I don't know. I'm actually not sure. Does that stat apply to all of the groceries, like yeah, all the stuff that's imported and the stuff that's produced here? Or if it's, huh. but it's, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it probably does apply to everything. Yeah, my like mind where is the breakdown? Is it like in the grocery stores that like the stuff just goes frots on the shelves? Because they, because the problem is it doesn't frot on the shelves. That's the thing. I'll take it off before it fucking. Well, exactly. Yeah. Um, but the problem is also they 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 have to like have mounds yeah. of fruit there no for one people wants to buy an apple from the when from there's a f- only one apple on the fucking shelf you want it to be in like a big pile because that's mm-hmm. how you and like looks then you it convinces you that these are like fresh and tasty like oh look it's like this abundance thing the funniest thing ever last night was us putting carrots in the cheesy poofs yeah <laughs> i did i had a lot of fun that was very fun <laughs> <laughs> like every party i go to now i want to definitely throw it where I've, i have baby carrots yeah and cheesy poofs so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cheesy poofs oh it's not it's cheese puffs that's a funny thing how here cheetos at home cheetos are cheetos but he had nick cheetos are knickknacks what at are home, cheetos che- at home Cheetos or cheese puffs at home. Oh. They're those like f- puffy things. Cheese puffs, yeah. Yeah. I say cheese poofs because that's what South Park calls them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> South Park did quite a cool uh, episode recently. I mean, their episodes now are like every six months they, they throw out a movie length episode. Oh, basically. really? Yeah, yeah. It's like hour and a half. Fuck, I never watched South Park, eh? I've always loved them. So then I'm fucking laughing out loud watching it, man. Like, huh. yeah so funny it's all about like how um everything is getting remade but they put a diverse woman in there and make her gay (laughs) (laughs) so all the south park characters had changed to diverse women (laughs) who were gay (laughs) and cotton was freaking out Yeah. Uh, like they blamed it all on this like one Disney exec <laughs> like a real person <laughs> yeah I don't know I, I always thought they were great oh those looks don't give a fuck yeah. no yeah they're just about the they're about the only they're about the only people who can just do whatever the fuck they want like I'd really love to see a Joe Rogan interview with with both of them Matt Stone and Trey Parker just hmm. a long form interview with him because hmm. I mean I've seen interviews with him and they're always taking the piss uh, you know they did yeah. the, like I mean the big best example for me is them at the Oscars or Grammys or whatever the fuck it was where they dressed up like J-Lo and they were both on acid uh, <laughs> they're like yeah. wearing dresses on the red carpet <laughs> and like sunglasses and they were both just, afterwards they were like yeah we were fucked up on acid <laughs> <laughs> so they had to like leave before they even got their award oh like, my <laughs> god that's so funny <laughs> what a 
<laughs> what a nightmare. I can't think of anything yeah. worse. Like, <laughs> yeah. like drawing all this attention to yourself, wearing a wig and a dress, like, yeah. and, and you're on acid. And yeah. fucking, all these cameras. Just cameras, like, yeah, yeah, that's all it is. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we've we've seen a very nice documentary now about Sia Khaleesi, mm. right? Mm. Can we make a documentary about Sunny? <laughs> 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 we can use it as inspiration. Mm. All right, sure. I really want us to get this documentary under our belts just so that we can make a snowboarding documentary when the winter comes. Just Let's get our first failure out of the way. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Get used to the failure. No, no, no. Just because you always learn, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. let's make our first one just a throwaway, mm. you know? Mm. And the next one we make about fucking snowboarding, which we both love. And the next one we make about me. Excuse. Oh, spicy one. Yeah. We have one rule, Paul. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, it's just off to the side there. You see my drum upgrade here? Yeah. I went I for my drum it. lesson. Fucking Yamaha as well, hey? Yeah. It's so crazy how Yamaha are just like, yeah, cool, we make like motorbikes, motorbikes and, and drums and, and musical and pianos. Instruments. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is wild, hey? <laughs> and they didn't even think about so going random. to cars either. They were yeah. just like <laughs> motorbikes and, and musical and, and instruments. Yeah. 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 It's funny. I'm, I'm learning why? a lot what about are... Toyota in my um, leadership course. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like, Toyota's business practices are, like, fucking seen as top class, like, around hmm. the world. Like, hmm. they've got all these things associated with them, like, the five whys and uh, hmm. lean manufacturing and all the stuff is attributed to Toyota. And there's all these, like, Japanese terms that... Um, Sorry, what are the five whys? Uh, the five whys are, like, you always, if you've got a problem, ask five whys about it and you'll probably find the root cause. Hmm. So... We didn't send an email out on time. Okay, why wasn't the email sent out on time? Okay, because it wasn't ready yet. Why well, wasn't it ready yet? Uh, oh, we started okay. doing this a bit late. Why yeah. did we start doing this a bit late? Oh, because this guy wasn't like trained on this. Or yeah. Okay, why wasn't he trained on that? Oh, because this process needs to be updated properly. Like, uh, okay. then you find the root cause. Huh. Yeah. Within and then five like, wires, five degrees of separate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh, that's yeah. interesting. And then you get like the lean manufacturing thing, which you get like S's. I think there's also five S's hmm. <laughs> where there's just like, like um, cleaning up properly and making sure everything's in its place, not overstocking, not overproducing. Not, yeah. uh, transport is like a major thing of waste as well. Where yeah. It's like, yeah. Um, and uh, there's this one term, I can't remember, I think it's called Kazaki or Kazai, Ka- Kaizen, I think it is. It's just making very small, continuous improvements. Hmm. Yeah. 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 That rings a bell from um, the dev team and our work. That's, oh, yeah. that's also something that they've been speaking about. I don't know if they've spoken to the concepts of the word itself, but they have been speaking about that thing of like just incremental improvements constantly rather it's than. It's beautiful like, when you find like a, a. There's just a language or a culture or something has a single word mm. that describes something that's like. Mm, a, a complex practice or attitude or yes. like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. um J- the japanese culture has another one um i, I don't know what it is but they, they talked about it when i was watching like the world cup uh, soccer as well because you know the japanese people always stay behind the fans mm. and clean up the stadium mm. and it's part of their whole thing of um you're a guest Almost like leave it like you found it or mm. leave it better than you found it mm. as well. It's mm. just like 
it's just part of them like manners like i mm. say excuse me or sorry or thank you, you yeah, know, like, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. baked in yeah 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 very cool fuck i've been listening to this couple a couple pods ago uh, we spoke about that bra who didn't know that the war was over the japanese oh, the, the, dude yeah 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 um that's because I've been listening to this fucking hardcore history. Oh, Dan Carlin. Dan Carlin's hardcore history. Have you listened to the Genghis Khan one? Uh, I haven't. That's a really good one. Is that? I is bought it, so I've actually oh, got it. Oh, you bought it. it. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. But I've downloaded it, so I've, I've got the physical cop, not physical, but I've got the MP3s. Yeah. <laughs> then how do you listen to that on your phone? Uh, can you? Can you put it on Spotify I, or something? I had put it as like on... Because I got Apple, right? So I put it as mm. like music. Oh yeah, yeah. And I download it. Ugh, yeah, I'm sure I can just up, put it on my phone. I'm as sure a you file can figure it out. Just, yeah. yeah. I bought it through Audible, I think, as well. Yeah. So if you got an Audible account, you can... I, I don't. Yeah. But yeah, Genghis Khan. I'd love to listen to that one. But this because what I'm listening dark. to now, well, they're all fucking dark. Yeah. I think that's the thing. I think yeah. hardcore history. That's kind of his thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because yeah. at the moment. So this is it's called Supernova in the East, and it's like a f- five-part series, and each each episode is like three hours long. Yeah, yeah, that's the Genghis Khan one too. Yeah, yeah, um, it's cool. I like how he does it. Of like, takes his time to think through all of his like various thought processes. Like, um, it's almost like a stream of consciousness on like yeah. history kind of thing, you know. Um, it seems very prepared yet flow organic like, yes. yeah, yeah 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 you're right it's remarkable how how smooth it is and yet exactly how you'll take the time to to say like well if you were uh from this political persuasion you might say this and uh, but you have to take into account this and then he'll go on like what seems like a whole tangent but it's just like it's just like a long way around to his point. Hmm. Um, very interesting. But yeah, Woo. hardcore history, my bro. Talking about, so this one's called Super, Supernova in the East, and it's about like the basically the Japanese, I guess it's going to get to the war in the Pacific, but it's been, the whole buildup was like pre, like how it got to, Japan got to the position that they were in during the Second World War, or at the start of the Second World War. Oh, so, and they're, oh, invade, so, okay, they're invading okay. China, and and so now it's like just pre-official Second World War, China and Japan. Yeah. yeah. Um. And but the this last part that I was listening to was the he was talking about what's known as the rape of Nan Nanking, I think it is. Um. Where these Japanese soldiers just fucking sacked this Chinese city, basically, and just over like i think it was over like three months or something just murdered like yeah varying there's varying reports yeah that's a, it's weird when but in propaganda. the region of like two hundred and fifty thousand people yeah yeah what was crazy about about um about that this episode is he was saying that in the first world war fuck and i won't remember exactly what the numbers were but there was something like there was like a third the number of civilian deaths as actually enlisted soldiers died in the second world war there was something like three times more civilians died Mm. than actual soldiers 
Fuck. Which is pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, bombings, bombs. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's it. Like, yeah. Yeah, dude. Wow. Like, I can't. Like, I'm I'm also reading history at the moment. I'm reading that, um, like, um, the basically the aftermath of the Second World War in Europe. Oh, okay. It's called, like, Savage Continent. Mm. It's very difficult to read. Just yeah. Just because of the fuck How of heavy horrors. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of rape. <laughs> yeah. A lot of revenge. Yeah. Like, you can imagine when, like, okay, the war is over. Now, anyone who ever showed any little bit of kindness to a German becomes like a fucking... Mm. I mean, not to mention the Germans themselves. Mm. Like, but mm. anyone seen as a collaborator, a lot of the, the woman, the poor woman, like, mm. who maybe as a, a way to survive mm. got a fucking German boyfriend or something, mm. you mm. know. Yeah. Um, had a kid with them. Yeah. Now the war, war's over. Yeah. And they become like absolute garbage trash. That kid is treated like absolute garbage trash. Yeah. Being seen as like as long as there's someone with German blood around, this could happen again. Yeah. You know, like yeah. <laughs> like they were literally seen Fuck. as like wild. the Jews. Like how the Germans saw the Jews yeah. of like this rodent horrible race that needs yeah. to be exterminated. Exterminated. <laughs> <laughs> we take fumigation. <laughs> yeah, Germans were, were seen like that eventually. Yeah, you know. yeah, sure, sure. Sure, sure, Um. Yeah, Jesus, it's and like how crazy. fucking lucky we are to live in like know, bro. where the, the the biggest thing for us to handle is do I call them she or he or them? Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and we don't have to worry about like oh uh, bombs are gonna fall or a fucking vengeance mob is gonna fall. Uh, yeah, or, like, yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's fucking crazy. Yeah, I guess the next biggest thing we, we're gonna like really battle against is Mother Nature. Who doesn't fucking lose? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like well, the fuck. Fires, I mean, floods, earthquakes, volcanoes, that sort of shit's going to come for us. And we just happen to be lucky in terms of where we are, you know, as well, obviously. What, in Vancouver? Sorry, not in terms of weather, but like, if we were in fucking Palestine right now, we Mother Nature would be the last of our fucking worries. Yeah. Fuck it. Um, oh, I, I heard the base metaphor. I'm sure you've heard it as well. But <laughs> if there was a school shooter, mm. at what point do you bomb the school? Hmm. That's yeah. a metaphor for like Hamas in mm. Palestine. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, you mustn't bomb the school, eh? You never bomb the school. No. Like, you never bomb the school. You're throwing the baby out of the bathwater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing I heard actually today, I haven't had that much time to think about it, but I heard a guy quote saying like, if Hamas were were hiding in Israel, yeah. do you think Israel would be employing the same tactics? Yeah, just bombing their own just fucking bombing suburbs. their own hospitals and yeah. schools and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great point here. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Fuck. It's funny how if you ask ChatGPT, does Palestine deserve to be free? ChatGPT will tell you it's a very complex issue. Yeah. It goes back history. You need to understand both sides. Da, 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 da. 
But if you ask Palestine, does Israel deserve to be free? He'll just say, like, of course, they deserve to be free. <laughs> Chat GPT. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's like, that's, I mean, in a long, lot of ways, we're moving towards AI and like, yeah, going to rely on it heavily, very much so in the future. But it's like, what has ChatGPT been taught of or by? Like, yeah. it's like, ChatGPT's obviously got a bias. AI's got a bias by whatever it's learned from. Well, it's just it's just reading what's been written in English, right? Yeah. Well, so it's like that's the overwhelming. That's the media. It's a yeah. it's a summary of exactly of what's out what has been written on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Another thing that's just like a mirror in the, of... in the Elon Musk interview, he was like um, on Joe Rogan. He was like, um, "There's people in the world now who are part of like the extermination society or whatever, who see humans uh, as being a bad thing for the planet. Yeah, being like there's this seven billion people on Earth at the moment. Yeah. It'll be better if there was none. Yeah, and he's like, what if AI came to that conclusion? Yeah, you know. Yeah, and we had put them in charge of like. Yeah. I don't know, running us or yeah. something. Yeah. If they came to that conclusion, then fuck, they, I mean, they would be all powerful too. They would be able to yeah. stop it, not just one crazy dude, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. It's wild how we also have this like capacity for, well, I don't know, is it like, is it a strength that we, a skill that we have or is it a like a defense mechanism so like do we default is it a strength or a weakness or maybe both that like we can be have these potentially existential threats in front of us and like these major fucking like you know aliens fucking exist they're hovering around <laughs> yeah chat yeah. gpt could fucking <laughs> take over and just eradicate the human race basically you know or like ai could just like it could literally be the fucking Terminator, you know? I'm just like, fuck it. That um, <laughs> fucking climate change could, you know, all of these fucking major things. And yet we have the ability to like uh, engage with them to an extent and then just be like, like, not going to think about that. Yeah, like, I'm mean, not going to. How can you? Like. Yeah. The day, all those things okay you so just, you're saying it's a it's a defense make it's more of a all those things you just mentioned in my opinion I, there's nothing i can do to impact them without without dedicating my life to at least only and only one but you can vote things. you can vote for people who <laughs> yeah. have but yes yeah. okay sure and sure. like what I are those vote. people i can't vote in canada yeah i can guess. vote for fucking jacob zuma again yeah <laughs> um but also yeah well, I think it's debate. Like, if you, if, if you, and so that's, and I guess this is why I fall on the side of like, it is like a defense mechanism because there is stuff you could do. You could become an activist. Yeah. You could fucking yeah. spend all your time and all your energy saying, yeah. like, shouting. You could take a fucking gramophone and a sign that says, um, you know, AI, AI is, you know, the gonna be the second reckoning, and you could have a fucking thing going like, we are all facing doom. We are all facing doom. AI is coming for us. 
Yeah, make peace with God or whatever the fuck, you know. You could like you could do that. Yeah. But you don't. No, because that's a cuck way of going about things. Problem with me is that like I will get it done. I will save the world if I actually put my mind <laughs> to it. <laughs> if I wanted to. Oh you know. my fucking god. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's, you're just lazy is what you're saying. Well yeah. no, I just also don't really give a fuck. Yeah. Okay, so exactly. So but but you do give a fuck though this is the this is the thing so this is what i'm saying like is it a strength is it a skill that we can like close it off or is it just like a like a default to i mean surely it'll just drive you absolutely nuts like well sure because you know this is the thing like we live in this time and this context that that like the human brain isn't supposed to well isn't supposed to supposed to i guess but like, there's never it's unprecedented where we live now. That you've there's never been a time in which you have up until the last hundred years in which human the human species or any species had the the amount of knowledge and the amount of awareness of all of the different things going on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the, the, there's a the, lot now. We have access to all this news and what's happening all over the place and all that. Before, in the hardcore history times, you only knew what was happening in your fucking village within right? your own context. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and some of those things might be like, "What the fuck? There hasn't been rain in however long," or like, "The river's fucking drying up," and this is a huge fucking this is an existential threat. It's not like it's not like things are were necessarily to a smaller scale of importance that you were aware of, but you. You definitely didn't have the same extent of like all of the fucking available information about the all of the complexities and challenges that are going on around you at any one point. I wonder if that makes it easier to focus then, you know, like if your river's running dry, yeah. you can be like, well, cool, I'm going to fucking walk the length of the river to see yeah. where it's getting yeah. blocked up, right? Yeah. yeah, I can make that change. Mm. Whereas now it's like, oh, fuck. How am I going to save the Ukrainians? How am I going yeah. to save the Palestinians? Yeah. How am I going to save the Earth? How am I going to communicate with aliens? What, like... Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing I can do. All I can I do can't is stop look the after me and mine. people sucking the oil up. I can't stop yeah. the housing prices going up. Like... Yeah. Yeah. What can I do, man? Like... Yeah. I can only make sure Sonny's living the best life he can. Yeah. 100%. No, and your kids, and that's what it is. That's what yeah. it comes down to, and that's it's almost like a self-fulfilling thing, right? It's because a bit it's selfish. Yeah. It, well, you default to that because it's like you 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 default to okay. I think once, yeah, once you have kids or once you have a responsibility for like a family, it's like cool. Well, this is the only thing that matters to me now. The only thing that I can actually, the only thing that's actually like palpably under my control, is being able to ensure that my children are okay and set up you know well i mean but that's yeah we've pretty much proved that life is a simulation as well right oh we've pr we've proved it have we i can tell you how so uh, yeah. i don't know if you know about the it's like the slit experiment where they'd pass yeah. a photon through it and they would see that it actually behave like a wave Ye so there's two slits in a yeah. thing and you shoot a laser through it yeah and uh instead of it just passing through one of the two slits it passes through both at the same time pa passes through both at the same time and if you keep on doing it it makes a wave pattern okay. like a light dark light dark light dark on the wall behind the slits huh. okay um so they found that yeah that does that when when you're just doing that but when you start 
trying to observe which of the slits the proton went through, it stops behaving like that. And you see how you would logically expect it. It just shows two slits, not the wave pattern. So protons or light or electrons in particles behave differently when observed than when not observed. Similarly, like um, when you play a video game, let's say Red Dead Redemption, hmm. only the world that you're looking at is re being rendered at that mm. time. Uh, yeah, 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 when yeah, you're yeah. in Valentine and you're in the, in the bar, they're only rendering the bar. They're not rendering the outside streets. The rest of the whole world yeah. isn't being rendered. Right, yeah. so it goes back to the whole like if a tree falls in the forest and no one's there to yeah. hear it, does it or still like fall? those little like... uh, those little eye snaky floaty things. <laughs> what? Is, you know those little yeah, fucking know, like yeah. yeah yeah. So you can't if you like try and look at them, they disappear. They're only like uh, floating. I, I can see them. Uh, sorry, I forgot. You just need to I know how to look for super, them. Superpowers, yeah. I do, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so even our world, we've now kind of proven that protons which is light, yeah. and we only see what light reflects back, back at us, yes. behaves differently when observed, when not observed. Okay. So it almost, like a simulation, huh. the world isn't being rendered. It's, well, it's being rendered differently in a wave sort of form compared to when we actually observe it and we look at it and it behaves as a particle form. So the world is only being rendered as we interpret it when yeah. we're looking at it. Otherwise, we don't actually we can't we can't comprehend what it's doing beyond that. <laughs> yeah, this is I I found this out like yesterday, and I've been obsessed with it. And I hope you you understood what I just said, right? Like, it's easier when you watch a YouTube video. Yeah, I think I must watch a YouTube video. Like, I do have I've been kind of told this before, and I have some sort of baseline awareness. So but the basic but thing is, is the slit experiment. I mean, anyone who did high school physics knows about the slit experiments. Like, mm, yeah. But what they started doing was trying to observe which slit it went through. Okay. And as soon as they started doing that, it behaved completely differently. And like, even the fucking light on the wall on the other side started looking different. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy, man. So somehow particles know when they're being observed you know what's wild as well is that in the like we we we've just done just finished saying that we know more we have more access to more information about everything that's happening in the world than ever before but there's still probably infinitely more that we don't know than than that we do yeah you know man. like and honestly i think there's been civilizations on this planet yeah that have thought about things differently to us yeah like we've got this whole obsession that our whole being is inside our brain as mm. well mm. where it's like and that's just because no matter if you cut off the brain the body dies yeah like but there, there's a few papers out there and people who believe that consciousness isn't in the brain hmm. and it's it's actually like a shared thing that we kind of tap into in a way Hmm. Yeah, dude. I, I read crazy books, man. And like the thing is, because I just listen to them, they don't soak in as much. Yeah. In a way, and I'm, yeah. I'm very agreeable too. As soon as they tell something to me, I'm like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't listen to things very critically. Critically, yeah. 
because I don't I don't really strongly believe anything. Yeah. I'm very open to have my mind changed. Yeah. So I've read Jordan Peterson's books, fucking 12 Rules for Life. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is all fucking legit. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I believe it. Yeah. And then I read Gabo Mate and he says the opposite. He like... literally in his books contradicts like yeah. he says Jordan Peterson says this this is why he's and wrong and this is this is why he's wrong and I'm like oh yeah well of course that's not that <laughs> 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 yeah 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 but that's the fucking problem right is that it's just like well you know fuck okay, yeah okay cool I, I mean I guess you, you're probably right about that like it's funny with these things that are so intangible right like I, I'm an engineer I come from an engineering background mathematics there's a right and a wrong answer right? yeah. yeah 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 one the, and now we're in like psychology where it's like yeah you can think that way and I can think this way yeah who yeah. knows yeah <laughs> the answer is who knows and so <laughs> with that being said I mean maybe this is special special maybe this is time Oof, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. No, it is Moss, I think. I've no idea what's happening. The biggest, I think the biggest uh, instance in which that applies, I mean, so let's talk about Jordan Peterson and Gabo Mate. It's all about raising your children. Yeah. And like the right way to do things and the wrong way to do things. Mm -hmm. And I think that's got to be one of the biggest um, challenges is figuring out the right way to do things but also within the context of um it's almost like that defense mechanism thing of of like you just you kind of end up just doing whatever you can doing whatever you need to in order to fucking get by in order to get through the fucking situation i think just like getting the knowledge or like understanding that there's two different schools of thoughts and taking both of them and mixing them up into your own fucking thing and being like yeah, kid, learn this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, then ultimately, um, you gotta let your kid fucking learn. You gotta teach your kid how to learn from fucking selves. Like, my folks never pushed anything on me. They said, here's the facts, here's what I know. Yeah. Here's where you can go find more information about it. Yeah. But you've gotta figure this out for yourself because fucking, we don't know the, no one knows the answers here. No one's ever going to know the answers here until the aliens come down and tell us the truth. Sure, but but that's only once you're at the point which you can have like a, a, conversation a rational, them. logical yeah, conversation yeah. with the, them. The question you know? is when they're, they're crying, do you leave them to cry themselves out or yeah. do you go and say like, shame, baby, shame, baby, shame, baby. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Which, that's the Jordan Peterson versus Gabo Mate. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Are you and raising, like it's not just are you that, raising a kid like, who can figure out their own problems by themselves internally yeah. while you're raising a kid who knows that you are there to care for them and you'll be there for them and, and like what's more important like if a kid's being bullied like is it more important to teach someone to stand up for themselves or is it more important to teach someone fucking compassion and understanding you know mm. is it more important to say like and what world are they growing up in don't fucking take sh- you don't you know? have to take shit from anyone you don't have to be made to feel smaller than you are by anybody you don't have to fucking up with that or is it more important to be like you need to understand that that person is is that that is a manifestation of their own unhappiness or their own dissatisfaction with their own life i think it depends on the world they're growing up in like in our world where we are now it's all about compassion because there's enough for everybody actually we're throwing away one point how many million of food apples a day every day there's enough food to go around yeah but we can actually take people's thing into account but um if we're dealing in the hardcore history time 
or in the hardcore future time where we're fighting over fucking water, yeah. then it's like, you got to stand up for yourself. And we're not going to talk about your fucking pronouns now. I'm going to kill you over water. But it's also like, um, it's also everything is informed in by your own lived experience, right? So it's like, yeah, I don't know. I think I would be more inclined to fuck I think I would be more inclined to I wish that I had fucking I, I, I've never been in a physical fight in my life to, and I know that that's probably for the better but I do wish that on a couple of occasions I'd I'd turn around to someone and say you know what fuck you fuck you you're a piece of shit you know and would that have been the right or the wrong thing to do like I don't know Depends if you want to get hit that but, day. Yeah, <laughs> cool. But so exactly. So, but maybe if I had been, maybe if I wasn't brought up in a, in, maybe if I'd been brought up to, to have more confidence in my own fucking physical robustness, you know, and, and sorry. And I also like, <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't, in, I was in fucking private school in Neisner. Like mm-hmm. I wasn't, you know, I, I witnessed one person. I got, I got hit once. I got slapped once. Slapped. Slapped, yeah. Open palm once by by a dude. Wouldn't have called him a man. But like <laughs> people didn't fight at my school. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like there weren't fights in the fucking yeah, we were it was all very fucking c- civilized. It was very fucking guajo there we are at my school. Is that the song that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um But yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I never, I, I, I don't think I ever would have been hit. Probably, if you'd said that shit. If I'd, if I'd been, if I'd stood up for myself in like a psycholog, more of a psychological. If just like walking through the school quad when someone said, "Hey, you have no friends." So yeah. I said that to you. Yeah, for sure. Shit. I was an, I'm fucking, I was a nerd, bro. Well, not a nerd. I, I was very not, like, very much not one of the cool kids at school. You know. Mm. Um, but you had no friends? No, I had friends. Oh, okay. He was just a fucking piece of shit. Oh, yeah. You know, enough. he was just a douce. He was just like exercising what his perceived fucking... <laughs> so you should have just turned around and be like, that's just your opinion, man. No, well, <laughs> I, no, I should have well, just turned around and been like, yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, who knows? Like what, it, like, what can you say to, you know, there is no real productive way to fucking respond to that. And at the that. end of the day, what is the... the bigger man thing to do in that situation is it to stand up for yourself and what and tell him fuck you or is it to be like that's just your opinion man fuck i'm living my life yeah like, and <laughs> i mean the ridiculous thing was that i did have a lot of I, I you know i had it wasn't like i didn't have any friends yeah yeah, yeah. he was just trying to like he, he was trying to sort of he was just trying to he wasn't even he was just trying yeah. to bully me he was yeah. just trying to say something to me because he knew that i wasn't going to do anything in return you know he was just trying to like he was just trying to like exerts a little bit of fucking power. power yeah. Right? Yeah. Fuck. And I mean, look, we can look deeper into like uh, uh, yeah. yeah there, that's, there was, that's for your therapy room not here. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Fair enough. But exactly. So like what what do you teach your kids? Okay. And so Cora is twelve weeks pregnant. Yo 
on Tuesday. It's the first time I hear of this. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. Congrats, bro. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, thanks. So exciting. 12 weeks. That's a long time. That's three months, man. That's a third yeah. of your wave through your pregnancy. Like Jesus, yeah. It is. You've been a baby-proof this house. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's three. 12 weeks is three months. A pregnancy is nine months. Pregnancy is nine months. You're right. Yeah, yeah third of your way through. Way. Like, yeah, there's fuck, a fucking crazy. baby growing in there every day. Quick, like, quick, 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 quick. It's going to be fucking coming. Fucking got fucking knuckle hair already. Yeah, it's mad, you know? And so now all yeah, of a sudden, all these questions all come these to questions, the fucking surface, real, like. For real, you like, know? Are we going to let this thing cry out or. Yeah, and no, and we won't, probably. You no, know? no. Yeah. But, but it's. Yeah. Fuck, I need to start reading all of this shit as well. That's the thing. Get well. audible, man. Yeah. Just like, on your runs, on your gym, while you're gymming, listen to while books. While I'm gym- yeah. gymming, yeah. That's, yeah. that's what, an hour a day, two hours a day? Uh, on your, your an walk, hour a day. You yeah. walk down there. Yeah, back now that as the well. rugby podcasts are over, now that the World Cup's done, I don't have to. Cool. Yeah. I'll, I really recommend Audible. I love it. I mean, yeah. I've, I've read almost 12 books this year. Huh, yeah. Like, yeah. Easy. Yeah, it's the way to do it. It's the way to do it. Unfortunately, it doesn't sink in as much. You know, yeah. where, where, especially when you want to do these learning, like self-help sort of shit. Yeah. Like for storybooks, it's fine. Like, it's yeah. like, oh, I missed that, whatever. Like, yeah. But for this kind of shit, when it says like, this is what you should do, you kind of want to read that over a few times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like be able to like... Sink in. Mull yeah. on it. Ponder it. Yeah. Yeah. And not just be like well, distracted. Well, Christmas is coming up and you guys are going to get some books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck, we uh, I can't believe we can finally talk about it. That's so exciting. Yeah. <laughs> You've just been getting so fucked while she has to be sober. Yeah, it's weird because um I haven't just been getting so fucked. No, but but, but definitely more than usual. Yeah, I mean if I can say that as a from a friend's point of view, like yeah. you don't you don't usually come out for drinks with me that much, but now you've been like please. Not really, though. Not like... I think it's also like a seasonal thing, maybe, you know? I, w- I would say yes to that if it was spring. <laughs> well, I don't know, because spring, we would usually be like... Spring and summer, we'd usually be like going out to the beach or... And having like drinks and out. shit, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like... But now it's like, well, fuck, go to the bar or... I don't know. You, usually, in my opinion, like after Cirque du Soleil or something, you would go home with Cora, not come out for drinks with boys, like... Yeah, I guess, eh? Ah, one but drink. But, bro, I mean, you need yeah. fucking stress relief. That's the thing. Like, yeah, yeah. No, and it, and it, it does feel very much like, yeah, like, it, it feels very real. That you've got in six, you've got six, six months, months left. hundred percent. That's it. Like, uh, in six months. You've got months, six months left and then you have no time. Then everything's going to change fundamentally. For 18 years, fundamentally. you have no more time. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You poor bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you make me so jealous, bro. No, but the other way to look at it is that then for 18 years I have all the time in the world, you know? Because, well, because you don't, everything, fuck. It's like suddenly there's this one particular priority and it's not like, it's not like, oh, I need to do this, I need to do that, I need to go here, and I need to do that. it's like, no, like there's just one thing I need to do, you yeah. know? Yeah. 
She's like, I just need to look after you've this child. You've also done a lot here. Like, yeah, for even, sure. Even where you've decided to settle, like in Canada, you've you've explored a decent amount of BC. And... Yeah. Fuck, that's not going to stop, though. Jesus. Yeah, ugh, but I mean, to the extent of what it was, like... Yeah, maybe. Probably, I guess. Dude, I find it hard to fucking go to... Like, I've got a dog, like... Yeah, but a dog's harder to travel with than a fucking baby. Oh, no, dude, you can't leave your baby at home while you go snowboarding. No, <laughs> that's true. But I don't have to check the every fucking place that I want to stay to see, like, will you accept my baby when I come stay there? And they should start doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no dogs, no babies. Yeah, no. Dogs allowed, babies no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Sunny's a good boy. <laughs> that baby can like has no fucking limits. Like, must we have a smoke every time? Anytime, anytime. We back. Oh, are we? Are we? Are we? You wanted to tell me about your sausages. <laughs> yeah, so I got a sausage maker and buy nothing. Yeah, fucking sick electric one. Like not even one of those hand pump ones. And uh, it's got one button on and reverse. Yeah. <laughs> Automatic it. fucking. Uh, Don't even uh, have to change gears. It's quite something like putting it all together and all that. Just came in like all these pieces and I was like figuring it all out. Um, but yeah, so I bought some of these like the sausage ra- casings yeah. on Amazon. Yeah. And uh, I bought Have I said this already? Yeah. Oh, fuck. My but, bad. No, it's all right. All right. Well, cool. Well, now I've just bought all the meat and the spices and stuff that I found on the website. I mean, obviously they're asking for like whole coriander seeds and cloves that grind down and roast yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. And I'm like, I've just found the powdered versions. Ground versions So I'm just going to like, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a first attempt. But I mean, yeah, I've got a fucking beef tube. Like, you know, those things come here. Have you ever seen them at like Costco? Oh, or the, like, yeah, a, yeah, yeah, a yeah, 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 yeah. Just massive beef. tube of men. Fucking sorry. When you say massive, it's not like a poloni. It's like a fucking. <laughs> it's it's as thick as my arm. Yeah. You know. No, it's like the tip and of as long bat. as my arm. Yeah, it's like the tip of a baseball bat. That's exactly. The hitting tip, not the holding. Tip. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking proper end. Yeah, dude, it's fuck a fuck boy, a fucking <laughs> tube of mints. That's gonna make a lot of sausages. Yeah, and then I've got some pork mints to add into that as well. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna make a lot of sausages. So when are you making sausages tomorrow? I w- I wanted to do it between the time before between I had like the breakfast slash lunch and before coming here, but I just needed a rest. So yeah. I just, had to rest a little bit and then maybe I'll do it tomorrow, bro. Yeah, you should do it tomorrow. Yeah. So you're making buri. You got a nice recipe from where? Or what In, you making? The internet. Yeah. Yeah. Straight to buri. Yeah. Yeah. Obvious. Yeah. I mean, what, what I fuck what around. Fuck? Yeah. yeah. What else is there, really? Like, ah, just a good pork banger here. I love a pork sausage. Yeah, but like, mm. I can buy a pork sausage. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but no, I wonder... No, I'm telling you, it's not going to be as nice because, like, the pork case, the casings I bought weren't, the, uh, aren't the best, right? Okay. Like the cheapest you can actually get. Yeah. So, and the mint and everything is the cheapest possible thing I can get. I'm not ro- roasting clothes or anything. I'm just using the dust. It's not going to be amazing. It's not going to be great. It's not going to be like, oh my god, this is the best sausage I've had in my life. But I mean, no, sure. I made it. 
And you'll fucking eat it with a smile on your face. 100%. <laughs> and I'm sure I'll enjoy it. But all I'm saying is you can fucking... This isn't going to be a one-and-done fucking operation. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. So I want to get my first yeah. failure out of the way, just like the documentaries are telling you to. <laughs> <laughs> you learn so much from doing something the first time. Yeah, you know? yeah, 100%. Just expect to fail it. Like, imagine trying to do a cartwheel and being like, fuck it all. Like, mm. just got to get this perfect cartwheel down one mm. try. Mm. It's like, no, man, do a couple of failures, figure out how it moves, how to do certain things. <laughs> yeah. It's funny how... Well, I guess not everybody actually, but I want to say you, the older you get, the less time you spend learning how to do things. You kind of get, you do more of doing the things you know how to do, right? Because you get paid to do a job and along the way in your job, you learn how to do new things or whatever, but like when you're a kid, you, everything is new. <laughs> yeah. You're constantly learning. Yeah. Your brain is constantly, constantly attuned to like new stuff that you're being int introduced to so it's almost you almost forget like the like playing the drums how much like what the learning process is like of just teaching yourself it's like a muscle memory thing you know yeah and it, it's like anything you just have to do it again and again and again just slow it down and do it start slower and just do it again and again and again and again and again it's just about fucking time doing it. I saw this one show where they take drummers and they play them a song that they haven't heard before. Yes, And they take the drums away. Yeah. And then they have to fill it in. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so I saw Chad Smith doing it. They're yeah. just so good. They're just so good. <laughs> yeah. They're crazy good. No, it's very cool. But yeah, I mean, it reminds you that thing of like, it's like anything. It's like, it's not that, it's not a... It's just you have to learn how to do it. Like, it's hard to do, but it's not something that, like... It's just a physical thing. It's just a coordination and muscle memory thing. So anybody can do it. You just have to start fucking slow. Surely there's a, and just a little bit of again and creativity again. in there, though. I mean, otherwise you just... what 100%. 100% mimicry or what? Like. No, it's creativity and rhythm, and there's, like, certain yeah. things. Um that will predispose you to be being able to do it better or whatever but like that's the same with anything i guess i'm just saying there's not a lot of things that you do in life where like at this stage where it's just consistent repetition of something that see that's like seems pretty it seems like it should be simple right it's hit this thing with this hand and then hit this thing with this foot and then hit this thing with this hand and just do them at slightly different no, times it's me, not a complicated thing for me it feels like the patting your head and rubbing your stomach at the same time it, well exactly <laughs> exactly it's like it's not like oh i understand this like i understand that you just want me to move my head up and down my hand up and down above my head and make circles on my tummy like you shouldn't like it shouldn't be that hard to do those two things at the yeah. same time yeah. you know you just, but like the only way to learn to do it is to do it really slowly, you know? Yeah. Again and again. I could, I, I, whenever I try to play drums, I could do like the, the hand stuff. But as soon as I started using my foot to put the bass in, that's when I yeah. would fuck up. Like I was so focused on this and this to add a third thing. I was just like, oh, Jesus. But that's a cool thing about me fucking, because I'm the same. That's one of the hardest things, right? Going to this teacher though having sit down with me and be like cool he 
It was like, you're holding the stick slightly wrong. Huh. Yeah. Um, and it also just made a bit, big difference to sit in front of a real kit. You know, with the kit to feel exactly bigger, how... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but also just like where this... How my feet should feel in terms of the... Where the kick pedal should be and the pedal for the hi-hats. Like, and where the snare is in relation to that. Hmm. It's like because the way that the electronic kit is set up, it's like attached to tubes, so the drums aren't really arranged in the same way that they kind of should be. Huh. Um, yeah, so just having... And then having him be like, cool, well, yeah, so you need a little bit of this, and so here's some exercises. So just go and do these exercises to get like more comfortable in the fundamentals and learn beating your foot at a different time to mm. when you because like you learn to beat it at in one rhythm and then you just want to default to that all the time you yeah. know but then it's like no you might trick your brain or tell your brain to tell your foot to go on the fucking second beat rather than the first beat yeah when it also has to go on the second beat you know you yeah and that's just just do it again and 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 then at some point your your brain just like okay uh i know how to do this i know how to send the signal to my foot to go before the hand the other hand and then do it again not the next time but the next time and then you know etc i think i trained sunny like that as well yeah 100 percent. i mean i've gotten through this thing now where he just like jumps over the fence back and forth like at the dog park there's a small wooden fence oh uh, yeah and cool like jump over and jump back and jump over and jump oh back nice and jump yeah <laughs> yeah i just think that must be so tiring as well just jumping over a fence back and forth i would love to fucking you know those like obstacle course what's well, <laughs> no, no, like dog shows you know the dog, oh, yeah. when they make super the dogs, dogs super yeah dogs. super dogs fuck yeah that would be so fun to teach your dog to do like all that cool shit you know yeah I just think it's a bit too like I mean that's all your time then I mean what do you have time to do otherwise you're just training this dog the whole time like, no not necessarily is it are those people professional dog trainers nah yeah nah. not professional but at least semi-amateur yeah, but, you know, they're retired folks or, like, people whose kids are at boarding school or, like, you know. I saw, I saw youngins there as well, didn't I? I have no idea. Huh? Yeah. They've got time. People have time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I don't think it takes that long, you know. If you do it for an hour a day, I'm telling you, you could fucking... Tell you what the Oaks are not just doing hour a day. The Cirque du Soleil Oaks. They're oh, no. that shit oh, all no. day. All day, every day. <laughs> Practice, 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 practice. Have we, we haven't spoken since Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. No, that was like last night. So... <laughs> <laughs> last Friday. Last Friday. Um, greatest show on earth. Greatest show on earth. Yeah? Yeah. Greatest show that I've ever seen. Look, I, I've got to say, I thought that last year, better than this year. But having said that, unbelievable. Still unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. The dude's on the unicycle... Just riding around in circles on a unicycle with the woman doing a one-handed handstand on his head. <laughs> Just riding around the stage on a unicycle with a small woman doing a one-handed handstand on his head. Smiling. It was smiling. smiling. Everyone smiling. <laughs> Everyone fucking having a great time. Oh, it's it was crazy. So, like the pace of it. Like Those dudes riding bicycles on a tightrope walk. 
on a tightrope that must have been like uh, I don't know how many like high like at the top of the fucking tent you know <laughs> yeah what no you haven't net. spoken about is oh, no, there was a net at that point the fucking how do you explain the fidget spinner fucking dude <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like those guys were doing some stuff that I, I mean I almost couldn't look like I thought uh, I thought I was watching like an action movie yeah like I thought it was yeah. a, a screen thing that they had like recorded that they okay, had so, safety stuff on but like so it's um, two big rings to call them human mouse wheels, but the mouse, the, it doesn't turn, spin like a mouse wheel. It's static. It's like locked on, right? At either end of the, of like a big giant pendulum that's shaped almost like a figure of eight. Yeah. And spins in the middle. It spins in the middle. The entire pendulum spins in the middle. And on either end, it has a human sized hamster wheel that doesn't actually turn within itself. So as they run in that wheel, they generate the force to throw the entire pendulum around. And so then they're inside to begin with, and they're just running, 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 and then you're like, and then they're shit, like they're jump quite high inside up the wheel. Yeah, then they're inside jump the wheel, and catch and... jumping fucking high up, jumping inside the wheel, catching the bars that are on the outside and forcing it down. So this thing's spinning now yeah fast like it's moving that thing and, and, and it's funny how they both like they're just like you don't know where to look the guy who's that side or down at the bottom yeah and like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah 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 both of these O's are just in there running and like yeah, they're relying on yeah. each other and like and then they go to the outside of the fucking thing and they're standing walking on top of this enormous spinning fucking steel pendulum in the fucking sky and then as it starts dropping down, jumping up, so that they just free falling through the fucking sky above the fucking thing. As it falls as down. As it falls like... down. Out, and then landing perfectly on it and... Doing it again and, the next time. Yeah, and just like, like, like walking way. through it as yeah. it goes up. Like, just... Cr- because then, yeah. And then it's the almost like a treadmill for them. As, well. as the thing came up, he would jump... And yes, then, and then yeah. they would spin around and only catch it on the way down. On so the way would do down. These massive fucking, yeah. Whew, and they were they were skipping on the top of these things. <laughs> yes. With a skipping rope. With the fucking, fucking skipping, skipping rope. rope. <laughs> skipping. <laughs> <laughs> but in the one bro, I tried it once. You saw him think about it and then you th- see him make the decision and be like, nah. Uh, just chuck the skipping rope aside. And I was like, thank fuck. Yeah. And another thing happened when they when they were on that tightrope, they dropped a, a chair because they were all on chairs and the only but the two bicycle guys were balancing all these fucking chairs. Oh uh, yeah. And the chick at, right at the end was supposed to like the the one at the top of the pyramid was supposed to sit on the last chair and the, and then she did it on the way there and on the way back, the chair fell, ah. so she just like knelt and they carried on huh. nothing but the chair fell onto the net. Yeah, I don't remember that. Those were all men. Oh, yeah? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. You know who weren't men was those fucking contortionist girls. They were dressed in like a yellow chicken. Look, They looked like chicken wrapped in plastic, you know, at the supermarket. You know? <laughs> wrapped in that like cellophane wrap. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You know, yes, when you yes, see yes, a chicken yes, breast yes, yes. at yeah, the yeah, supermarket yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sale and that fucking see-through fucking plastic, they were dressed like that, but they would look yellow. No, were... it wasn't plastic though. It was just like lycra. It was like fucking yellow lycra. 
Yeah. I don't know. For me... It was like a bodysuit. So it was like a yellowish lycra no, bodysuit. It looked like they were wearing plastic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is fucking plastic. <laughs> anyway, and they were like... They were so well uh, choreographed and stuff that they were like doing these fucking spinny back things, like putting their ankles over their fucking ears and all that, but like in perfect synchronicity. No, bro. Like... <laughs> it was a chick who was standing on her own shoulders while doing a handstand. <laughs> Just fucking picture that. <laughs> Standing on her own shoulders. She was she was on her okay, so her palms are on the floor. She's supporting her weight on her palms, arms straight, with her bending her feet backwards, doing a back bend in midair to place the her, the soles of her feet on her own shoulders. <laughs> Like she's bent her body in a into a donut yeah. with her feet on her own shoulders, but she's also doing a handstand at the same time. But do you remember they made that shrimp thing as well when they were fucking hands on the ground and the whole legs and bodies bent around over the top of their head, and then another chick would be on her, and then they they like layered themselves up like that, so they're all like twisty, 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 yeah, twisty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, man. <laughs> Anyway, it was a good time. And then we went to Batch. Yeah. Little it's a, shipping con it's a bit it's a weird place. it's a funny little place that, hey? Yeah. So I've, it's a bar that's a shipping container in a what's called Plaza of Na it's kind of like a it's kind of a random half parking lot, half yeah, like what a, is it? it? It's like what the Europeans would call a square, and there would be cafes all around it, and there would be a beautiful, like, thing there. But it's not really a square; it's a plaza. Yeah, between like um, old, what used to be a casino, or is it yeah, a casino? No, it used to be a casino. Now it's a venue and a sports stadium, and a ferry dock. Ferry dock, <laughs> and yeah, it's not like in an it's not like in an inhabited space, really. No. It's on the periphery, though, definitely. Like, there are a lot of, anyway, lot of people But anyway, they've dropped this fucking shipping container there. In the middle of it. And they serve cans. Yeah. At, at like, long wooden benches. Nice cans as well. Yeah. And you know what's nice about it, actually? What's clever about it is that it's, it's like, a it's a convenient second or, like, place to go to from any one of those locations. So, where the circus tent sets up or either of the hockey or football stadiums or the casino fucking place there have a drink before and or after any of those different places that mm. you might be going to and because it's on the seawall it's like it's like a through fair almost you know yeah and, and the ferry stop thing as people well are on their way right home. off there and it's right in front of you yeah yeah um, so either it's a it's a great place for a last drink of drink on the way to or from anywhere yeah and sometimes yeah. they've got a food truck right next to it as well. Yeah, yeah. I we mean, had uh, lobster lobster rolls from food truck there. What? Yeah. When? That time? No. Oh. No, ages ago. Oh. Just after that batch place had first popped up. Yeah, Zola and I had like a smash burger there. That was oh, probably yeah. like one of the best smash burgers ever. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> that I've ever had. Oh. Yeah, that's funny, eh? It was funny too because lobster like, rolls and smash burgers. I wonder, do they have lobster rolls and smash burgers in Cape Town as well? Is this like a global? <laughs> is this just like a, a global trend thing? Like are tacos? Tacos are huge here. I, I don't know. I don't know if I, I went for tacos. Like maybe, uh, what El Burro was it called? 
Yeah, but you'd always get a burrito. No matter what, you get the burrito. I might get, yeah, I might have had tacos like, like twice. I might have had tacos like, twice. Yeah, it's a completely different burrito than it is here. Like, there it's just like this huge fucking thing. And then here, it's actually just like a handheld. You can just eat this burrito in your hands. I mean, it takes two hands usually, hopefully. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, balance. Yeah. <laughs> mm. But you wouldn't be able to eat a fucking... What was that Mexican restaurant place called in South Africa? You wouldn't be able to eat that a burrito like from there in your hands. Like you want a plate for that shit. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't even know if I ever got a burrito from there, actually. Don't what? Know. what are we talking about? What what restaurants are we talking about here? El Burro in Cape Town. El Burro, okay. And there's another one, the uh, one in Ob's. What's that one? Oh, I'm not Desperados, sure. Desperados? No, no, I'm not sure. I'm fucking, I don't know. Anyway. Fat Cactus. Was yeah, that's, the, like, that's the Mulberry one. Yeah, fucking... Fat Cactus is cool. Yeah. But yeah, nothing compares to the fucking Mexican places here. Like, no, for sure. That, that place we've been going to, Mangoes. Yeah. That, uh... Dude, but the beer is fucking taco. It's just that there's... Give, give me a moment. Give me a moment for the beer taco. Tell me about it. Oh, my God. Bro, it's give like it fucking, to me. <laughs> they've just got, like, fucking... It's like... The, the consistency of, like, a roast beef or, like, a beef stew, like a hearty beef stew, mm. delicately placed inside a fucking mm. nice little taco, uh, a soft taco shell sort of thing that's been deep, that's been fried. Mm. And then they give you a beef dip with it as well. Like, think about the juices this thing has maybe given off as it's been brying. To, to dip this taco into and eat it. Cheese on there, optional. Yeah, uh, you don't even want the cheese, actually. Mm. Cheese makes it greasy. Mm. This thing's greasy enough. Like, it doesn't mm. need more grease. <laughs> <laughs> dip it in that sauce. Oh, uh, what God. are you having on the side there from mangoes? Fucking I'm spicy a, a passion fruit margarita. Yes. Yeah. All the smoked chipotle. Margarita. I mean, they've got fucking these fancy cool margaritas. Like We were talking last night. The margarita is objectively the best of... You know what? It's the fucking... The cocktails with the M's that are solid. Margarita. Mojito. And... Um, Your massa poos. <laughs> <laughs> but the margarita is the best cocktail. It's the most solid, reliable one. Yeah. yeah. I mean... What, I mean, what are the criteria we're talking about here? You know, from a restaurant, from a cocktail bar, from make yourself, like, is this tick all the boxes? Or? Sorry. Okay, yeah. I would say from a restaurant or a bar. It's like, it's simple enough that most places can do a decent one. And if it's you're at a place that does a really good one, it's like really fucking nice. And they're often it's got everything. It's sour. It's they're salty. Often like a Taco Tuesday. And it's tequila. Special. It's fucking tequila. It's fucking the best of all the liquors. <laughs> I think tequila is the best one, man. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. makes you feel lacquer, you know. Makes me forget things. Yeah, no, and it makes we know some people mustn't have tequila. Yeah, I don't know about this, but there's people who mustn't have tequila, and they know who they are. Discipline. It's funny that was a thing in in the Northern Cape, especially like some people who just couldn't like brandy in particular. People who drink brandy, some of them just get violent. Like, yeah, yeah. It was always considered like a fighting drink. Like yeah. some people drink this thing and they want to fight. Yeah. And, Shout and get really emotional. Yeah, yeah. Belligerent. Yeah. And, yeah. and I always associate gin with like a crying person's drink. Bro, I don't know. No, uh, 
I mean, I know I've heard that said many times, but to me, I associate Jonah with just like the ultimate fucking sunny afternoon chilled out. It, to me, it doesn't. It, it's. <laughs> I just picture a colonial person. I picture someone fucking... Like cucumber sandwiches. <laughs> no, not even, because I don't even like cucumber sandwiches. But oh, I picture so. just like being in the fucking sun, relaxing. Playing you know, croquet. Huh? We're playing croquet. Yeah, kind of thing, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, but... Brandy. Brandy and Coke. 100%. No, no, no. Sorry. 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 Brandy is one that definitely people, you see people drink. At our wedding, Rusty, as soon as Rusty was like, oh, I was like, oh, Rusty, what are you on there? He was like, double brandy and coke. I was like, oh, okay. Here comes trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and he was fucking full out that night. You know, we don't get on the brandy. It fucking puts you into all or nothing kind of vibe, you know? It yeah. is. And yeah. then your energy comes out in the... Yeah. That's why Oaks fucking fights. So that's what, you know, like... That's why Rusty was just fucking having the best time of his life, you know? Just going for it because... It's funny because that's... He just was in like yeah. a Joel mood. And you drink that fucking brandy and just... Yeah, like... You're not hiding. <laughs> you're I, I hiding think that's what nothing. tequila does to me, man. Yeah, like that's if funny. I, if I drink tequila, I can feel heat inside my body oh, mm. that's just energy mm. Mm. that's just like if I don't expel this sort of energy yeah. I'm gonna overheat so I just must fucking take your shirt off and start boogieing you know mm. that's interesting <laughs> yeah yeah it's funny I guess it maybe maybe it's like a energy baseline kind of thing there's kilojoules in this shit right that's calories tequila is the highest calories I think of all the boozers really yeah hmm all the fucking uh, just as a the hard tech yeah all the yeah, spirits yeah yeah the legal ones what you eating there Paul <laughs> crow's free fucking... no go on <laughs> no it's ASMR bro yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, what are you training? The people just no ice, bro. Yeah, just no whisk, just ice key, ice key, ice key, ice key, ice key, whiskey. Just ice, whiskey, ice cubes. Yeah, nah. All right. Well, I guess that's us then. Survivor's been going good. Yeah. I mean, we're going to watch tonight. I can't even remember what happened last time. Yeah, that's, a th that's the thing. It's like, yeah. it, it's seeming a bit forgettable at the moment, almost. Like, I'm not very invested. Yeah. But, um, but this is how Survivor works, though. Yeah. Like, the deeper you go, the more more intense it gets. It's yeah. kind of like a, it's kind of like a slide, you know? Starts off, you don't, you know, you don't really know everybody. You don't... Things get more and more intense the later you go. Also, they have fewer characters to focus on. They have fewer story arcs to tell, you know, so you you yeah. remember more and more. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. now there's just so much going on in every episode. Like, oh, what are all yeah. the relationships happening? What are all the characters? What are their names? Like, you see each person for only a couple minutes every episode, but the further you go, the, be the better you get to know everybody. You have a favorite? Um, yeah, the person, I mean... 
Caleb, the dude from Caleb. Vancouver. Yeah, I like him comes too. Comes to mind immediately. You know what the next episode's called? No. I'm not Batman, I'm the Canadian. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's in his quote. Yeah, it must be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens. So, I'm um, like 32 days away from applying for citizenship. It's funny because, like, I thought, cool, I've got some spare time. I'm going to start applying. Like, I know yeah. this, things take long, whatever. It just took me, like, half the day type of thing. But luckily, I had half a day to spare, you know, yeah. so I just yeah. did it. Yeah. Um, but the only thing I'm requiring now is the how long I've been here for. And it's funny. It's like it's, you have your day calculator. So you go through this whole thing of, like, okay, I landed here this time. I left at this time. I came back at this time. I so they calculate how many days you've been in the country um, so yeah I'm like 32 days away from that or whatever and cool I'm fucking apply bro and then I'm, sick man then I think I might do the thing that you said you was you were gonna do which is just as you do the application thing film it as part of your fucking yeah application yeah mm. yeah fuck it I think we should both apply, and I think we should apply to Amazing Race and Survivor. Because yeah, I'm having, the problem is I'm having a baby. Here. <laughs> <laughs> this is per- that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually perfect. We, that's the backstory we need. <laughs> the South African immigrant experience podcaster gets gets a girl pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> got a family to fucking feed family to fucking yeah going to an amazing race just to fucking get some money just yeah just desperate struggling podcast but amazing race the thing about amazing race is you know that's not a voting system right no but it's a it's a fucking fuss bait it's a grit and a creative and fucking thing sort of 100% well. 100% but your story doesn't matter as much in Survivor, your story could determine whether you get given a, but it's a, a million dollars or not. It's the same casting agency, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think we must get ourselves oh, in both. Huh. And often you'll see sometimes people who have been on Amazing Race will go to Survivor as well. Hmm. Yeah. I think. I mean, it's the same, yeah, like I say, same casting agency. Mm. Or the other way around, maybe. Yeah. As well. And like Jeff says, man, I mean, you must just get on in the database, in the thing, no matter what. Like, and it could be five years when it happens, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But you got to get yourself in there. Yeah. As soon as possible. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And Survivor can only get bigger, Drew. You know what, eh? I just... I wonder how long Jeff's going to go for. Like, if I was going to be on Survivor, you got to, if you're going to go on Survivor, you have to be on Survivor when Jeff's there. No. I think I'm, I'm, I welcome change. Really? And I welcome, wow. I welcome changing shit up. It's wow. always been the thing of Survivor. We're always changing 100%, it up. Like, 100%. They've got, they've got a certain things that they do, mm. like two or three things. Like, this is solid. Like, yeah, yeah. they're going to have teams. They're going to compete physically and have tribal council. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then maybe that's their things. But then they can, I mean, they're going to come up with the new ideas and... But I think they should. But one hundred percent. But all of that fe- Fortnite sort of thing, where they have to drop in, you know. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> okay. Anyway, in like Fortnite or whatever, you have to like drop in somehow. Like you're on an airplane or whatever. Oh, okay. And yeah. You, you drop in. I think in in 
Call of Duty on the mobile yeah. similar as well. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the like open map thing, whatever. Yeah. So it's gonna be like that. I was gonna drop in. Yeah, be like uh, other helicopters. No, virtually. Oh, uh, right, virtually right, right. And then it's gonna be like Survivor. This. Yeah. Well, they're gonna drop in like that. They're gonna mix virtual reality with Survivor. So it's like. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. how you drop in, and then like, cool, okay, you land there. So they'll be like, yeah, cool. Blindfolds on, we'll drive you to that beach. <laughs> and then it's like, blindfolds off, cool. You're dropped in. <laughs> Off you go. Find out the person, shoot them. Naked and afraid. So you haven't watched any other alone than the alone we watched, yeah? No. No. I got my mom into it, man. She, yeah. She said um, there's there's some goodies, some baddies, but some goodies. In terms of seasons, yeah. Of alone, yeah. Ah, cool. Huh, and nice. like, I wanted to tell her about the one we watched. Yeah. And uh, she was started watching it. And she was like, "This is fucking boring, man." I'm like, "Oh, really?" I was like, "What are you watching?" And she was like, "No, oh, they're in Mongolia. Fuck, what's going on?" Like, I'm, just like, <laughs> I'm like, "No, no, no, you're watching the wrong one." <laughs> well, I thought you was. I thought you was saying that she was saying the one that we watched was boring. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so and the Mongolia she, ones. No, boring. but and then she said like, "There's, there's even these ones where it's like, uh, winners at war, like, like on Survivor. Oh no, they way. just take the winners, and it's like first to hundred days." Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Let's just see who can last in for 100 days. Huh. <laughs> yeah, it can't be first to 100 days, right? Yeah. Because well, they all start on the same day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So can anyone if, last if 100 days? If you can last 100 days. Yeah. Yeah. Huh, cool. It's funny having a end point. Yeah. And not knowing end point. Like, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. one of the hardest things on a loan is like not even knowing not how knowing. many people are left. Yeah, yeah. Like if they... Figure yeah. out how to catch enough fish or whatever. Yeah, like, what everyone else has got. What are yeah. you up against? Like, could someone else be out here for another month, or is the other person left, like, on the verge of fucking quitting? Yeah. And if I quit today, would have they have quit yeah, tomorrow? Tomorrow. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Crazy. That's the biggest mental thing I think for me. And you're alone, right? You have no one to talk this out with. Yeah, like, yeah, you are you, completely you, alone. You have nothing to take your mind off of shit. Like that guy made it fucking cards out of like rocks bark. and bark. Yeah, and, like, bark. <laughs> make cards out of bark. Yeah. Oh jeez. Playing solitaire with bark cards, just sitting there by himself in a fucking little, in a little shelter in fucking Alaska. No, nah, shit was real. Cool though. Yeah, oh, fuck man, alone is. One, up there is like one of the best shows yeah. honestly yeah like, we should go because it's probably dinner time okay yeah good night Paul good night Patty nice one good night oh yeah goodbye goodbye <laughs>